See his levitating slightly above his chair by flapping his buttocks furiously together. Hey! Don't be jealous of my <laughs> cult, Ben. Um, hi, I'm Gaz. Yes, you can uh, join my cult at w- as you brought it up. <laughs> no, no. www.com forward slash spotlight forward slash mindfuck. Thank you. Sorry, I'm, Mike. I'm Mike. I'm Gaz's acolyte. <laughs> <laughs> He's already been seduced by promises of power. <laughs> I want to hear you mocking the great leader. <laughs> oh, God, this isn't going to go well. Though. If you're a follower of our Facebook page, by the time this episode is released, you will have seen the uh, infomercial I've recorded. And you'll know this is all legit and above board, and um, and yeah, I look forward to receiving your donations. Wise words, leader. Wise words. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want first pick of the concubines. <laughs> and okay. the drugs, no doubt. Well, you're definitely, the drugs. <laughs> you're definitely in line above Ben, who introduced me as a buttock flappering <laughs> charlatan. <laughs> So, <laughs> so um, we introduce the show? Yeah, today we're going to finish off um, banking, the banking crash and conspiracies thereof. A bit more conspiracy orientated this week, because it was all my stuff. I'm not, I'm not looking at front doors of banking with my stuff, do it. I'm going to look at fucking conspiracies about it. I didn't really. Fractional Reserve Banking is the conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, but it's not as fun. This has been one of those subjects where I just sit here and try and look like I'm not completely lost and baffled. Yeah, it's because and, of the word uh, economics. <laughs> I mean, it puts, if, puts everyone into a stupor. But that's what they want. That's a conspiracy. It's true, Mike. Is I'm, it the greatest trick ever pulled? It certainly is. I'm financially illiterate. That is a fact. I don't know where my money goes. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely give it me every month. Well, at least you know where it comes from now, after last week. <laughs> well, a bit. <laughs> Some of it. Sometimes, you know, I'd like a bit more money to come from donations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and when you're buying all them drugs and weapons and get you compound in some shitty hey, third world hellhole. That is we? worst case scenario. This is where it's going to end up. It's a digital cult, it's for the modern age. I don't like all this negativity, and you brought it up, so that's the last time I'm going to bring the cult up till the next time I bring it up. Fair enough. Um, should we start with weird <laughs> news then? Um, if you're, it's your first listen, then we do weird news for sort of 30 to 40 minutes, depending on how quickly we drink beer and how much I need to go to the toilet. Um, welcome. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome to the podcast that made some bloke go, they made me ashamed to be British, they did. <laughs> Which I fucking love. Ah, <laughs> uh, good luck to that guy. Hope he's out there. Yeah, he also called for the UFO community to boycott us. Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> also fun. Yeah, well, you know. We do... No, I'm not going to go down that road. It's about to insult an entire community, which in this day and age, today's climate is not It's not encouraged. So, uh, yeah, we're all inclusive. We're an all-inclusive podcast, aren't we? We are. Good. <laughs> what are we talking about? Fake news. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Weird news. Weird, Weird news. news. <laughs> Weird news. Sorry, fake news is the previous well, episode. It is fake news as well. <laughs> Robertson blames school shootings on Obama, lesbians and witches. Oh, well, obviously. It's obviously that well-known alliance of Obama, lesbians and witches. Who the fuck is Robertson? Pat um, Robertson is an evangelical TV host. And hopefully, oh, judging by God. his advanced age, he'll be dead soon. Yeah, he looks old as shit. <laughs> He's the guy that's like, children should be beaten until they respect Christianity, kind of sort of right-wing oh. lunacy televangelism that you often get. Well, I think children should be beaten to respect other things, not necessarily Christianity. Like, they should be beaten to respect my authority. <laughs> That's <laughs> a joke. <laughs> and this joking. is how the court's going to go. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what's he been saying? Is, is he taken seriously by anybody? Yes. Yes. Oh, for fuck. Millions of people. Oh, no. He's influential. Yes. Oh, what's he saying then? Televangelist Pat Robertson said that Americans had bought school shootings on themselves. The Obama presidency... Allowed foreign religions, witchcraft, and lesbianism into the White House, said Robertson on the 700 Club. We turned our back on God and now we see evil like school shootings. Robertson's oh, views were shared by other Christian fundamentalists. What's the difference between these fuckers and, and the Taliban or ISIS or anything like that? That's what's, it? what's the difference? There's no difference. How can you have a far right pastor? It freaks me out because I'm not a bright person. And I can see that it's nothing to do with morals and to do with like you know availability of, of guns surely i would know. think that's a, a contributing uh, factor and the crippling uh, economic depression on the normal american people there is depression. that too 50 <laughs> are underneath the poverty line now. yeah but that wouldn't encourage me to go and shoot up a school but can they afford a gun that's a valid point Where's all them, why are they spending all their money on guns then if they're on the poverty line? It's quite, you know, I think I'd be pretty middle class to spend your money on an AR-15. I don't know, I'm, I don't know what I have. I wouldn't know how much it costs. I'm sure you can get them on higher purchase. Yeah, I'm sure you can get them on higher purchase as well, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Like washing machines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you just imagine popping down to Bright House? Yeah, I'll have that 50-inch LCD TV. I'll say, how much is that, 12 quid a week? How much is that uh, military-grade assault rifle, mate? Yeah, I'll have that too. Throw that in. I'll have the rocket launcher as well. <laughs> uh, I'm afraid you need a utility bill on you. You know, have you got a letter addressed to you or something yeah, like that? Yeah, that's not a problem. Oh, fine then, yeah. Here you go. <laughs> you go to Any the gun ma- show and you get it for, you don't need anything? You don't even need your letter oh. from MEB. MEB doesn't <laughs> even exist. No, I'm a British guy. <laughs> what the fuck? Can I tell you what the far-right pastor Rick Joyner blames school shootings on? Oh, please. When prayer has removed my scores, I believe that that was the beginning of the gate of hell. Many gates of hell that are destroying our youth. Our families, said Joyner, that had provided a hedge of protection for our students. When prayer was removed from school, we basically said, God, we don't want you in our schools. And he said, okay. (laughs) (laughs) He also claimed the infamous Columbine school shooting had opened a gateway to hell. Oh, jeez. Which does that mean that that's why demonic possession's on the rise? Well, how does he... It's all tying together? How does he explain all the schools that haven't been shut up? Because I bet there's loads more of them. Yeah, it's just... Isn't it? I mean, I know a lot of schools get shut up, but I'm sure there's a lot more that there hasn't course. been mass shootings at. Like yeah. Millions more? The number's riding, though. It's, yeah. But that number's going to meet in the middle somewhere. It's still a pretty big trade. Well, I'm encouraged by the youth in America, though, and all this protesting about the guns. Yeah, good on them. Yeah. They're actually getting somewhere, aren't they? Some 3,000 schools. Mm. And they held a... They did, like, a 17-minute silent walk in protest. Has uh, anybody got a lighter? Sorry. Breaking up the rhythm of the podcast. This is the rhythm of the podcast. 
So they but go. Um, we smoke joints. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just did the derail things. <laughs> <laughs> we end up singing crappy, tacky, dancey, explosion <laughs> <laughs> music instead. Maybe uh, David Hasselhoff the other week. <laughs> Excellent. But yeah, so Pat Robinson, madder than a box of frogs. Yeah, I think well, we agree. I know you said he's influential and has millions of of listeners or viewers, whatever he has, but I'm trying to be positive. I'm sure there's like fucking way more that don't listen to him and know. And, do you know what I mean? I'm sure he's... There's enough. Yeah, yeah, but fuck it. Like, anyone listening to him... Oh, God, I don't know. I'm just not thinking about <laughs> it. It's quite scary. All right, we'll the, these bits of America scare me. I love America, but these bits, thinking about... It's not so much to him. He's just a charlatan, Mr. Robertson, yeah. trying to make his money. It's the people who... who Follow him and love him and believe him and, and give him their money and go. Yeah, he's a bit like a cult leader. <laughs> yeah, in many ways, he's a cult leader. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Gangsters kidnap medics and force them to vaccinate poor residents. Oh, they're like the modern day Robin Hood. Yeah, fantastic. They're like the eighteen. Yeah. Brazilian drug traffickers are said to have kidnapped two nurses and forced them uh, to vaccinate poor favela residents against yellow fever. Well, why not? As long as they're not reusing the syringes for anything. I was just about to say, not that I, I know this might be a bit dark, but I hope there's not a bit of this story missing where those nurses were, you know, sort of brutally raped before no. they were forced. No, the, nurse, no. the nurses said the kidnappers were not aggressive oh. and that they were taken back to work afterwards while the military and civil police said they were not called during the kidnap. Do you get the feeling this might have been a bit of a fake kidnapping? No, I think they were just, you know... Gentlemen with machine guns? Mm. Yeah. yeah, would you like to maybe bring some of their medicine and put it in some of their poor people, you know, so I don't have to shoot you in the head? Yeah, maybe. Easy. He put his gang in line, this is the uh, one of the kidnappers, and they were all vaccinated against yellow fever. He's an asshole, but he organised the public <laughs> service. <laughs> Told you. That was from the former environment minister, Carlos Mink. S- say it in a Mexican <laughs> accent. Brazilian, Portuguese. <laughs> did you hear the accent I just did it's generic <laughs> South American they do speak Spanish <coughs> where excuse me oh in Portugal it's um, isn't it Portuguese. In, 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 in Brazil it's Portuguese yeah. ah yeah most of it's Spain, Spanish though isn't it no it's Portuguese no, no, most South America. most of it is, his yeah. name is Carlos he has to talk like this <laughs> Yeah, so there's not a lot of difference between Portuguese and, and Spanish. There you go. No, there isn't. So no. my accent and impression It'll do. wasn't that racist. <laughs> He's an asshole. <laughs> Why does he sound like Captain Burrito, though? I only can do so many voices. <laughs> I feel let down. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> so far you've insulted my cult. Uh, business venture, sorry. Uh, and now I'm a, what did you call me? <laughs> a disappointment? <laughs> no, I didn't say you're a disappointment. Oh. I was just disappointed you're going to use so many Spanish voices. <laughs> Can you believe this? Now there's a £2,000 reward for anyone who has information about this guy's whereabouts. There's a bounty on his head. Yeah, but the funny was anyway, he's a drug trafficker. Yeah, but yeah. then them drugs are expensive, them vaccines. Yeah, but this is this is obviously for this uh, act, isn't it? So well, yeah, but I mean, you already, already had pretty multiple bounties on his head. Well, it's one? gone up. It's gone up then. And how gutted were you as you're one of the poor people? You think somebody's giving... Oh, the local gangster's coming around with a needle. He's giving me one last big <laughs> blast of heroin so yeah. I go out feeling great. And like, well, I'm... Cu- 
It wasn't heroin. What do you mean I can't get yellow fever it now? It was, was what? <laughs> a vaccine? I want to get high. He's <laughs> one of the biggest gangsters in the country. You're the, the biggest drug dog in the country. Come on, give me a fucking vaccination. It's yellow fever. What a chemical cocktail. <laughs> well, the guy did say he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking forward to them fever dreams. <laughs> I <laughs> wanted to get high. <laughs> yeah, the fever dreams are the only thing keeping them sort of happy, weren't they? About the drugs. They call that prison TV. <laughs> Just close your eyes with oh. <laughs> oh man. Two grand reward. That's not that much though. Yeah. Uh, well, it's probably a fortune if you live in the favela well, yeah. though, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but he's like, you know, he's established with this caper. He's like the frickin' A-team. They're not oh, going to yeah, catch him. definitely a bit of a Robin Hood character. Yeah, and they're not going to catch him. He's going to have, like, weird traps built into the trees, things like that. Oh, yeah. Stuff's going to swing down yeah. on ropes. Predator- predator-esque. Yeah, you know. Well, I was thinking more literally the A-team, you know, nobody dies. They just oh, get right. in- no, injured no in comical. stakes going off. And, uh, yeah, just injured in comical ways, you know, battering rams come down, nets. Uh, you know, the movie nets that just yeah. scoop you up. And kind of load of fruit falls on them, that kind of thing. yeah. <laughs> Innocent fun. <laughs> like shooting the beams and they've got that hit on the head. Tea time on a Saturday. <laughs> so no excrement covered punji steaks in pain and in the chest then. Ah, I don't want like Rambo 5. I want, um, like, I want you know, this is my fantasy. Yeah. It's all going to be nice and I'm going to be handsome and charming like Hannibal with a cigar. With a face. Well, he was the handsome charming guy. Yeah, but you want to be Hannibal though, don't you? Yeah. If you're going to be anyone. Actually, I don't know. Alright then, who would you be? Face man or Hannibal? Because yeah, face man, because I'm second in charge, I got all the chicks. You obviously and no put, lung cancer. So you're putting the clunge above the. No, I'm not putting above the mission. I'm just saying oh. that that's a, that's a bonus, isn't it? I apologise for calling it clunge. <laughs> I just caught myself, that's why I thought. Uh, the ladies, you're putting them above. You know, getting to be the leader and the... Oh, no, because I know Hannah was the best guy for the job. The greatest when, military he, thinker of his generation. And when he's dead, I'll take over. Oh, I'll be howling mad Murdoch. Hey! <laughs> no, because he doesn't give a shit what happens. <laughs> That's true. Flying your helicopters. He just, likes <laughs> drug, he just likes to drug Mr. T and fly the plane. That's <laughs> pretty much it for him, isn't it? Oh, I'd go for Hannibal. So, yeah. I might stop a BA Baracus. That'd be good for a while, but you wouldn't want to be stuck as BA... You know, a gold away you die. That's what I'm saying. It's going you wouldn't fall in the water, would you? But we don't want to go to play. He wants to crash in the sea. Yeah, You're taking that gold off a of no man. I should point out, as I last said, it was a Mr. T. Did favourite my tweet about the. Um, I think we brought this up last we, episode. Yeah. We're going for it again. Yeah, well, he, yeah, me and Mr. T. We're curling buddies. <laughs> not bicep. So not, not, not weight curling. Bicep <laughs> curling. Like curling the Winter Olympic sport. I was sport. thinking more of you curling one out on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> you think Mr. T. would let me do that? He'd just beat the sugar on me. <laughs> he might like it. <laughs> well, either way, we're both fans of the Winter Olympic sport curling. <laughs> You don't shit on each other. No. Okay. No, it would cost me a lot of money to get on there to do that. <laughs> well, here's a brief bit of news. Ken Dodd's dad's dog's dead. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do the tongue twister. You know what? Couldn't give a shit. Never found him funny. Never found him funny. Daddy. It's comedy for people who clap when the airplane lands. Uh, oh, we did lose a scientist though, didn't we? Ah, uh, the hawk. The hawk's dead. <laughs> 
Bless his robotic soul. <laughs> oh, he didn't bad. have a soul. <laughs> Don't be silly. Did you hear his voice? That's the voice of a soulless man. That's the voice of a soulless machine. Yeah, oh, that's very true. But everyone kept posting that quote around on his death, like, look up at the stars, not at your feet. And I was like, spoken like a man who's truly never walked a fucking step in it his is. life. You can't... He didn't always, life. always in the wheelchair. Yeah, but no, he didn't spend long. And if he, no wonder he ended up in a wheelchair if he was looking up instead of at his feet all the time while he was walking. That's not who he ended up in the wheelchair, though. It's fucking not a romantic quote. It's a stupid quote. It's a silly quote. Look at the stars, not at your feet. Ooh, get well, no. you. Yeah, but look how many dumbasses are looking down at their feet. Ah, anyway, I wasn't a up. fan. I never read the books. Everyone on Facebook seemed mightily upset. Like the virtue that's, be, that's because but. the human race's collective IQ has just dropped about <laughs> 10 points. He was that much of the IQ of the collective human yeah, race. He was pretty, pretty shit up, to be fair. I mean, even like Brian Cox said, you know, there's anyone who'd said to him, like, who's, who do you think's going to step up? And he says, well, there's no one. Well, there isn't anyone on the, even on that level. No. Uh, I never read his book, I don't know. And he didn't like Jeremy Hunt, he did the not. health secretary. He did not. So kudos to him. Yeah. Do you think he was suicided to his criticism of... Uh, hey, there's a conspiracy. Of Jeremy Hunt and the government in, in, in total. Could he be in class as a cult leader? No. Who, no. Stephen Hawking? No. No, he, he couldn't. Was he? No, he wasn't, wasn't that cool, though, was he? <laughs> they were all kissing his ass. And I'm just getting ridiculed over here. <laughs> it's because you're just going to end up in a death cult. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, what... Should we move on? We, yeah. Is that, yeah, basically, this guy's a bit of a hero, isn't he? Robin Hood, I like yeah. it. Yeah, right. good on you. World's richest 1% grabbed 82% of all wealth created in 2017, Oxfam study finds. And how much of that uh, 1% did Oxfam blow on prostitutes, Mike? <laughs> A lot. <laughs> Not enough! <laughs> More than $8 out of every $10 of wealth created last year went to the richest 1%. Well, oh. I wonder how much that works out that I got. Money makes Fuck money. All. <laughs> yeah. You gotta have money to make money. Think about this: there's trillions upon trillions of, of money in the world, and they're getting eighty-two percent of it. And the rest has to be divided up between yeah. the rest of us. The bottom fifty percent of the world's population saw no increase in wealth at all. I certainly didn't. That's why I'm trying anything. But I'd argue, I'd argue that Oxfam are part of that one percent. Well, the CEO certainly is. Yeah. No, not the eight workers on the ground. I was gonna no. say, have you ever been in one of their shops? Fucking hell, smells of piss and desperation. That, that's just the workers, though. <laughs> All the the I say workers, volunteers, volunteers. Somehow, the thing is, they have got a great business model, and they Did you, know you get a reduced rent on your shop because yeah. you're a charity. Don't you, pay no tax. You don't pay no tax. All your stuff's free because it's donated. You're selling yeah. it on for profit, and you get old biddies in to man the till. They don't get paid anything. Yeah, but business. the difference, between, the difference between a normal uh, corporation and a charity is the corporation take the profits themselves. The charity gives it to the poor. Allegedly gives it to the Allegedly. Did you know that a lot of the most of it still. They do still. Let's not scaremonger against uh, charities. I mean, they still do good, good mm, work. Yeah, no, they money, do, Ben. Too much money being paid out to the top people. Well, yeah, but you can set up a uh, corporation. Yeah, but destroying I expect a charity. Planet in the process. But I expect a charity not to be paying their boss 100 grand a year. Well, no, that's a criticism, obviously. <laughs> but if Excuse 90% me. is still going to poor people. Well. They're still, they're still tax dodging bastards. <laughs> 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 tax dodging. But did you know that a lot of those workers are really also? Um, I've got to get this right now because I worked for the PDSA like as an employee, paid employee, as a driver. 
That's the people's dispensary for sick animals. Did um, you cut cards sick animals about? Uh, no. Um, I picked up free shit for them to sell. Anyway, uh, a lot of the people working in the shop are community service people. Yeah. Um, that's why sometimes you'll see the tattooed young person or the complete ch- young chav in there amongst the old ladies. And like, oh, they look strange out of place. Their community service. Yeah. So, yeah, they, it's a little free kind of a good thing they do I guess but it is still free work free labour not paying that person no um, I don't agree with that but if you're a volunteer fair enough mm. yeah uh, to be fair though if you had to do if you had to do community service you were done for something minor by the law um, wouldn't you rather a few hours in a charity shop sifting through the stuff with the old ladies than out on the roads picking up needles <laughs> I don't know I'd go for the charity shop having been in them myself personally. yeah that yeah. smell of piss does put me off a bit though uh, it's more the smell of desperation I don't know <laughs> no I don't want to spend my day smelling and piss if you go to the book collection sometimes the older ones you can sort of smell the faint whiff of death you can <laughs> you can I don't understand charity shop clothes either because that, someone's oh, died in their clothes not all of them yeah they have nah, I, I give, buy from charity shops and that's, and like, that's what you smell of death <laughs> <laughs> I've bought t-shirts from charity shops definitely you wash them a few times it's yours yeah, you're not me over. Nah, you miss it out. Get the blood stains out to it, maybe. At least we're paying for the little kids to work in sweatshops. Well, you are, still. Well, no, the, per- the first person that bought it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's I'm, paying, it's I'm paying to help the charities helping yeah. their poor kids. Mike's well, found a moral loophole. Yes. They're not helping them poor kids because the stuff's still being produced. Mike's found a moral loophole. Yeah, but I'm not buying it, so I'm le- one less concerned. You're still wearing it. Yeah, why, are you making, why are you making your own clothes if you're that concerned? Well, yeah, I'm not that into it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fuck the kids. I need shoes, maybe, maybe man. Maybe don't say that. <laughs> no, I don't mean fuck the kids. I mean fuck the kids. That's a that, just, that just actually sounded more. That's, that's a Jack Black worse. joke. <laughs> uh, Buy me a loom for Christmas and I'll do my own clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll truly be a spinster then. <laughs> a loom? A loom? What Isn't that what you it? make? Woolen clothes. clothes I don't know. Fucking don't ask me. I don't know. Back in the well, day, like yeah. A table with a pedal. Yeah. Like a wheel going around. Okay. He said make your own clothes. I'm like, what is a loom? <laughs> oh, so there you have it. Oxfam, Oxfam are moaning that there's... Well, um, well yeah, let's complain that, yeah, moaning the fucking people at the top that's sucking all the wealth up. Which is, I thought was pertinent news the episode. Yeah? I've got no wealth to suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go on. A man dies at a party after allegedly being shot in the chest by a friend while wearing a bulletproof vest. So this guy gets a new bulletproof vest and says to his mate, shoot me in the chest! Oh, fuck. Yeah. Ah. And here's what I mean about the collective IQ of humanity dropping. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no sympathy. So a man wearing a bulletproof vest died after he was shot in the chest by a friend at a party. Jason Griffith, Griff, uh, Griffin, a friend of the victim whose name has not been released, has been charged with manslaughter, police in Houston, Texas, confirmed. His girlfriend, Mary Worsler, told the ABC 13 News Channel that the 39-year-old did not think the gun was loaded and had not meant to kill his friend. But they were testing it. Mm. So what's the point of giving someone an unloaded gun and saying, test my bulletproof vest? 
Test. Well, maybe he was just test my test. He fucking up, fucking his head up or something. Mind test games. my vest. Made of real bulletproof vests. Made of real Kevlar. Yeah. If you were a transformer, guys, you could transform yourself into a bulletproof vest. Yeah, why have you done that recently? No one shot at me. I never said I had one. I mean, I identify as one. I'm pre-up. Right. You fascist. So who's going to graft the metal onto your body and make you contort yourself painfully into a car? As soon as the technology is available, I will be the first in the queue. Yeah, all right. And it'll be your... Well, the CIA have just said that, and they're probably coming for you now. (laughs) (laughs) Offer you a contract, send your bodyguards, and we'll team to a robot. Yeah, you'd be like that guy from that Terminator movie. Was it Genesis? No, it wasn't Genesis. Salvation. The one who was a robot. Half and half. Mm-hmm. I already am. I'm not. There's, <laughs> you know, there's an easy way to test this. Cut your skin off your arm. Th- that would make a good... Uh, I was going to say, if you've got a gun, take a shot. That would be, that'd be good audio. <laughs> you could leave the mics on when the ambulance comes. <laughs> a mortician. <laughs> yeah. Well... Yeah, this is... Um, he, so you told... His girlfriend said that he'd gone to sell his friend a flat jacket and the victim had said... Uh, told him to shoot him in the chest to test him out. But once you've been hit by a round with a flat jacket on, that flat jacket is useless. It doesn't, it's not the same anymore. Oh, right, okay. The arrangement of the plates or something. Yeah. He either needs new plates or if it's a solid Kevlar vest, or just need replacing. So, yeah, basically. So this guy's a bit of a dick for even... Yeah. Homicide Sergeant Mark Holbrook confirmed part of the story. The victim put on a bulletproof vest and another man who has a gun, winds up shooting him, he said. It's unusual, but these things happen sometimes. I actually read a really good article uh, in the week that I was going to put in this. It was a, a pro-gun mother in America mm. who'd recently been boasting about how her four-year-old son loves to go up the range and shoot with her, ended up getting shot by said four-year-old son because he got the gun out of her handbag and shot her through her car seat. Huh. But uh, yeah, I'd say to those people, eh, you know, you're going to have guns lying around you know, if your four-year-old can get hold of it, prepare to be shot. Yeah. Honestly, in the back, through the side of the head. I don't know, in a weird way, so like your jaw's hanging off and but you know, that's how they find the, you. Republicans response to more gun violence. More guns. More guns. Give me more guns. That's <laughs> uh, why we love living here. I said love living here then, but not very well. <laughs> <laughs> loving veneer. Loving, loving veneer. Yeah, hey, that's quite poetic, that, Ben. That's what you have to keep up to get through life, a loving veneer. Whereas underneath, on the surface, below the surface, what you're the seething. Yeah. <laughs> that's the wrong message. It's like everyone, do you have a veneer of politeness? That's what's happening. That's a true with the society. That's why people are killing each other. <laughs> no, nah, I just don't go out. <laughs> that's how I avoid it. I stay in my little friendly bubble. Oh. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Can't blame him when he did venture out, right? he got beat up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the last time I'm going out. <laughs> Fucking mucking my happiness. Oh, mucking yeah. your happiness. It's going to be your cool leader, isn't going to go well. It's a digital cult. I don't need to interact. It's just a few videos. You saw the video. It's out there by now, by the time this is released. You said, I'm going to end up wearing shades in a compound. Yeah. I had the shades. Exactly. I was in the compound. <laughs> Boom. Now he needs his proxies. No. No one has to do anything for me. I just literally want their fucking money. Yeah, but you'll end up becoming venerated and adored, maybe. 
and uh, you know they'll want to meet you they'll want to be around you they'll want your teachings they won't just want that they won't stop with that 5,000 words I'll write another 5,000 I can I knock that out in a snowy morning <laughs> that wasn't uh, the only thing you knocked out that snowy morning was it <laughs> um, you know so I'll just bang out a, a, a chapter 2 if I have to I'll stand next to the Muslims uh, Muslims oh shit I said the wrong thing I meant fucking who are the fucking oh shit backtrack backtrack who are the ones that stand in town Mormons, Mormons, Mormons. <laughs> I fucking meant Mormons. Uh, I'm not an infidel. What are we saying to the Muslims? No, I, oh, fuck you, I'm not a fascist either. <laughs> I'm not Britain first, I just really meant Mormons. They stand there peacefully every Saturday in town, fucking giving out their books. I could stand They haven't got a fly pit, they haven't got um, a license, they don't pay for, you know, I couldn't just turn up with a store, so I'm going to stand there with my books. If you want to stand, waste your Saturday standing round trying to give people the good, your version of the good news, I think you're going to get pretty bored of that pretty soon. I will give it at least three hours of my time. Oh, three hours? <laughs> <laughs> get a religion started in less than three hours? <laughs> as, as I told you uh, off air, um, I don't have lofty aspirations for this cult. Uh, each copy of the manifesto costs £2.50, and I've set my initial goal at, and we'll have a little gentleman's bet, I believe I'm going to raise at least £12 from this, at least. So yeah, you're laughing now, you can get a lot for 12 quid. <laughs> you can. Well, someone's going to get a book for 2 quid, if it's 12 quid, it'll be 1250 <laughs> 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 Fucking science! <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, I had to point that out. That's why you're the science officer in my yeah. cult. You can't have a science officer in a cult. They think you're virtually going to Scientology into that. Scientology, the clues of the but name. That's fake science. My manifesto explains the pointlessness of existence through science. The, the multiverse stuff you two have taught me on the podcast. Oh, God, what have we created? <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I can't feel that all these suicides are going to be on me in some no way. No one's going to kill themselves. <laughs> it's a positive book. I promise. Okay. Alright, should we move on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally did a spit take for the first time in six months. Thanks. Um, I got this from the, the Nottingham Post. Uh, a Snyington mum, I presume that's somewhere near Nottingham, is freaked right. out after taking a photo of her son featuring a spooky hand on his shoulder. I've been in touch with mediums, they said. They said it was a family relation. Well, I bet they did. Um, she got a photo of her son, Thomas, 10, around 2... two around Two weeks ago before we went to school one morning. With a ridiculous Instagram filter, by the way. Fucking hate Instagram filters. And so we scroll down, and there he is with a pair of fake sunglasses on, and a, what appears to be some kind of ghostly hand. Or his mum's hand. Whoever. Yeah. Or it could be a demon who just snatched him to hell. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> Use Instagram, get sent to hell. <laughs> it's in the terms of conditions. <laughs> no, one ever, no one ever reads them. No one ever reads them. So there we go. Uh, apparently, the um, she's been to mediums and she's taken a reading, and uh, yeah, she, it's one. It's a relation. I think it's her hand, and she's just trying to get some fucking money because she looks like she needs to stuff some more Greggs in her fat face. But that's just <laughs> that's just my take on it. Allegedly, stuff Greggs in her. No, no, she's a fat face. Just allegedly stuff Greggs <laughs> into it. No offence to Greg's. I like Greg's. <laughs> Greg's comes up a lot on the podcast. <laughs> it really. does. I was actually thinking about 
posted a photograph of Greg's uh, Greg sausage roll on our page for any international listeners, so they know exactly the face of the Messiah. Yeah, what we're talking <laughs> about. Um, you know, when we refer to the Almighty Greg, uh, I think this is clearly bollocks. Yeah. Uh, so do I. It's got a filter on it. You can't take any. You can't give any. Maybe that that hand is part of the filter. You, yeah, you can't give any credence to it because it has a fucking filter on it. Show us the raw, you know, it's bullshit. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm a detective. Yeah. Move on that. Yeah. Professor Stephen Hawking warned people need to spread out into space to survive. And yeah, I agree with that. I think it's purging to the podcast. We need to get solar warning out there. I think he's just fucking with people. He knew he was on the way out. I think we should concentrate on fixing this planet before we go fuck up no, the world. No, no, no. See, we get loads of people off the planet, mm. and the ones that are left, they can I go and do the their right own wing thing. nutters, we'll get them out. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. We'll, we'll create a left wing paradise with universal basic income and services. And no, yeah, because that means until we become corrupted by rainbow haired people, and we're sorry, yeah. we're all calling each other Zer. And they all start rioting over words. Well, it's better, better, it's better than wanting to kill each other and starting wars all the time. Yeah. That'll be alright, Mike. <laughs> it's in the same ballpark. Because <laughs> they'll end up fighting over what to call each other. Oh, I see, like the uh, yellow hats and the blue hats. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. Red dwarf. Voice from the dwarf. And because, you know, you, 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 you're sort of central left to be seen as right wing by the far, far left, you just end up with reclassification of left and right. Well, that's good. And the thing because is, because it will only be left to centre, yeah, rather than left to right. But the thing is that the left to the, the centre left will get so pissed off with the namby pambyism of the far they'll far left. They'll turn far right. They'll turn far right. It's, it's, it's a quite possible. Circle, yeah. It's quite possible. I think it's worth a try. No, it's worth a try. It's worth downsides. But it says for humanity to survive, for people to survive, we need to get off the planet. But it won't be all of us. It'll be whoever we can fit in a ship big enough to go and find a planet, and then. They might have a chance of setting up a settlement that then, you know, they breed and pass it on, blah, 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 and it grows and grows. But there'll still be a fucking, the mass majority of us left back on this rotting shithole of a fucking... Yeah, but we'll turn it into a paradise with all the nutters that are trying to drill up uh, the oil. I mean, on. that's very wishful thinking. Don't you think it would just turn into a Mad Max-style fucking nightmare? <laughs> no, I think theirs would be when they get there. I don't know. Ours are still yeah. going to descend into massive war and chaos, isn't I it? I don't know. I like the idea... But they probably just end up invading us. If we sent all the that's own, a good point. If we yeah. sent all like the that, Alex that's Jones, more realistic. if you sent all your Alex Jones, Trump, uh, Britain first, Nigel Farage following, right to Mars, for example, then they know within within three years they'd be like, those Earth, they're coming to invade us, and they just we'll, we'd just be that's powerless. A good point. We'll be a hippie hippie paradise because your, uni- just, your unicorn sex court ain't gonna fight, are they? Uh, and they'll just glass the planet. Yeah. Well, why do you think our Earth will change so much? Just because Nigel Farage and, let's say, a hundred or so of his mates, they can fit into this ship? Because of the political differences. Hold on, hold no, on. I've got an idea. There'll still be a lot of shitheads left behind. I don't think anything will change. We'll just stay on our path. This planet's fucked. We all know that. It's fucked. It's, it's just, okay for us, because yeah. we'll be dead before it's Yeah, too but I don't fun. want to die in a fiery nuclear holocaust yeah it'll be okay probably gonna <laughs> it's, it's pretty, pretty good in a care home it'll be fine life's going to be fine for all of us we're all going to die in a care home with a Polish nurse it's going to be kind of paradise lonely but paradise you know, and if, jobs from a Polish nurse well if you've got the cash to pay extra possibly allegedly uh, <laughs> but uh, you know it's going to be alright for us you know we're on the wrong side of it it's the young people that got to worry about the future not us I hate to break it to you gentlemen but we're all I mean, 
We're fucked. <laughs> we're all just shit now. I mean, we're halfway, not even halfway through. <laughs> I don't know. Well, just about. <laughs> when when Britain descends into Mad Max style anarchy after Brexit, we're gonna be, you yeah. know, we're gonna be driving around in June buggy shirtless. We could be <laughs> Harry Browns. You know what I mean? We could be elderly. You've seen that movie, yeah, yeah. You know, we could yeah. be the elderly fighting the apocalypse. Cottons you know? versus zombies, then basically. <laughs> <laughs> You slag! <laughs> Why are you talking in that accent, Ben? Shut up! <laughs> no, well, the, the, back to the article. The point is, oh. it's, it's about the species. It's not about countries and individuals. It's about the species. We've got you have to think in a big yeah. scale. So but if the Earth does get taken out by an asteroid, humanity's not gone. That's the main yeah, but thing. We just said we, just, we, said, we just said we're going to destroy the planet. Why would we want this virus of humanity to continue? Because some of it's we fucking rule, man. <laughs> we rock. Because some of it's all right. Yeah, yeah we, but overall it's shit because we're gonna we're gonna kill ourselves. Yeah, but what about another plan? Maybe <laughs> just get all your Alex Jones type characters and file them into the sun. Is it tell them they're going to no, maybe, maybe, the maybe, maybe boring. Maybe no species can actually reach true consciousness. Maybe this is as far as it ever goes, and we end up destroying ourselves. Ah, uh, the aliens have. Don't forget if, the aliens. If they exist. The great. Well, there's loads of people watching. Loads, <laughs> loads of people. Dorley Ice Street. <laughs> yeah, have you seen? You've been to Dorley Ice Street recently. So <laughs> they're the elderly. <laughs> You're a bit grey. <laughs> that's, mal- <laughs> that's malnourishment and lack of sun. <laughs> the ashen grey vibes. Well, or prison time. Possibly. <laughs> Probably. Hey, you know, that's one view of it. <laughs> that's kind of the pessimist's view of the future, I that's guess. That's a realist, I think. Um, well, <laughs> uh, um, but, you know... Let's think what could be a good thing that ha- could happen then. We finally get them flying cars that they promised to us for years. I could win that competition I entered. And the hoverboards that don't set on fire. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a start. <laughs> That'd be nice. Lightsabers would be good too. Robot hookers. That's probably going to happen in the next 15 years. There you go, see? Yeah. Westworld style robot hookers too. Things aren't so bad. What about Netflix, the WWE Network? <laughs> when the internet goes down, mate, what are you going to do then? No, don't say that. <laughs> I could just stay in the house, though. Honestly, a good woman. I could just stay but in the house. But you're growing cult. Yeah, starting a cult from the kitchen. Uh, you know, that'll be the name of my autobiography. Starting a cult from the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Life is peachy. That's it. I'm just, you know, trying to stay out of trouble. There's no need to go out. Apart from work, you know, uh, and my dealer doesn't deliver, <sighs> allegedly, my dealer, you know, uh, my compost dealer. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you have to go and get all them heavy bags yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Wish they were heavy. <laughs> they never are. Should we take a break? Yeah, I could do with a piss. <laughs> and we're back from the piss break, and Mike is going to tell us about... No reggae box? No, no, oh, um... Cool. I suppose we should mention the, um, I know this will be a few weeks late, with the shocking uh, response to a chemical attack on British soil. Mm. Alleged chemical attack. Well, it was a chemical attack, it's just not clear on who did it. Yeah, that's the point. And what's interesting about the story is, well, apart from a chemical attack. Well, he's a Russian defector who's been allegedly poisoned by Russia, and his daughter as well, uh, with the... A nerve agent. Novichok. Novichok, which apparently you can knock up in a garage if you wanted to. And it will yeah. be the first thing to be knocked up in a garage. That'll be, that'll be uh, 
Well, don't tell guys the ingredients uh, for that, eh? No, the recipe was was available since 1970. What the fuck I don't know are you insinuating that I'm a fucking terrorist now? I'm Shinrikyo, that's where you're going, that's where he's going to go. Fuck it, if he starts finding shit out of fertiliser, we've got to worry. <laughs> he... I don't want to kill or meet anyone. He said compost earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I'm not going to kill anybody or fuck anybody. I just want their fucking money. So and I want starts. to help people find some happiness. So it all Speaking starts. of which, Ben, I'd like to present you on air with your own personal copy of the 5,000 word manifesto. All right, thank you very to much. To peruse at your leisure. I will. Yours is on no the way, good. Mike. Oh, I can only afford to get one printed at a time because, uh, you know, £2.50. <laughs> uh, there's a few mistakes in there because that's the um, proof copy. And, you know, I'm an idiot. I didn't claim to be perfect, but uh, it's going to... It's gonna expand your mind, Ben, and you'll find the key to happiness. It's fucking free for you. Or it's gonna be in the reggae box next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you do that to me. <laughs> you grateful son of a bitch. £2.50's <laughs> <laughs> fucking worth sitting there. Fucking I'll guarantee you I'll forget it tonight. I know somebody else. It takes 20 odd minutes to read, you know, and if you go on a murderous killing spree, it's on you. It's an experiment. You're my first guinea uh, member. No, but member. because before I'm taken down by a hail of police gunfire, mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull that out of my pocket and shoot. It was all because of this, and then I'll get mown down. Yeah, but there's no trace on the internet to Guru Vincent. I mean, <laughs> well, talking talking of murderous. Oh yeah, yeah. Crime <laughs> back to Should we go back to the bankers? Yeah. <laughs> this is called Bankers Part Two. No, what's it called? It's the, the banking conspiracy. Yes. Um, and it's all kind of a conspiracy. Fractal Reserve, which you explained last time, is a conspiracy because they're conning everyone into thinking there's more money than there is. Yeah. So explain some stuff to me. Right, stock market. Which was on the stock market. Okay. Let me know I know. St- I, I, so basic layman, I know what about the stock market. Go on that then. Stuff goes up, stuff goes down. Uh, buy, sell. Buy and sell. Buy high, sell low. Yeah. <laughs> no, all the way round. Whatever. <laughs> Buy low, sell high. That's it. Oh, we're ruined. <laughs> Your business model shit. <laughs> oh, that's an accurate time representation of how quickly you can fuck yourself. <laughs> you just Buy high, sell low. Oh shit, I've just lost everything. <laughs> what's the worst it is, I didn't even realise he got it wrong. <laughs> She's I like, heard it right. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Um, so I lost my cup. <laughs> yeah, that money you put in. Oh. <laughs> Mike's blown it. Where did it go? <laughs> See, oh. now you have to explain to me how it works. Well, basically, the stock market is all the money that is invested in stocks and shares in companies around the world. Okay. Okay. So when the stock market goes up, companies are doing better, making more profits. Mm-hmm. And when the stock market goes down, it means that their businesses are making less profits. And they're worth less money because yeah. their share value has dropped. It's dropped. And okay. it is diametrically opposed to wages. So when the stock market goes up, our wages go down. Alright. Oh, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So when that's the stock market goes down, yeah, the you wages could, go up. There's a there's a the share of wealth is more to the workers than the than the, yeah. the stockholders and the so, and the stock market does tend to go up. I mean, barring a and couple we all of, celebrate it. Barring a couple of crashes. Yeah. When we I celebrate mean, it going up, it's fucking up. our wages. How come my wages didn't go up in the 2008 then? 
well that's because that's crashed the banks, that's because we bailed at the banks with seven hundred billion dollars. Oh yes, that's true. Yeah, that wasn't in, in, the stock market, was it? Pardon? That no. was true, it wasn't the stock market then, was it? No. I don't yeah, I don't know how it works. But I do. But I've always been intrigued. You know, like I could buy shares in things I like. Yeah. If I want. But um I you, the point of you only make money from them if you sell them, don't you? At the right time. That's yeah, it. pretty much. Although you do get paid a dividend if the company makes a lot of money. So buying shares is always just like, it's like a civilised form of gambling. Yeah. Yeah, effectively it is gambling, yeah. 95% mm. of all transactions are financial and derivatives. Only 50% is goods and services. Oh, so... So it's just like the financials, like five percent. Sorry, is they fifty-five percent? Five percent is goods and services. Yeah, and the rest is ninety-five percent of all transactions are financial or derivatives. So like hedge financial. funds, things yeah, like that. Hedge funds, stock market, you know. So the actual gold, silver, you know, resources, things like yeah. that. Yeah, white you goods and. Oh, you get five percent. Hey, steady on. White power goods, you and Wall, Street, <laughs> Wall Street has doubled in size over the last 14 years. Wow. But they, I thought people were occupying it. Well, they cracked their heads, didn't they? Those poor oh, misguided people. I know they meant, and his private security mm. cracked their heads and moved them on. Well, I know those people meant well. Right. I know they did. But from the start, I knew it was doomed because... Oh, it's never going to achieve it. It's a nice idea, but the, the naivety to think yeah. that camping out is going to stop the mass mechanisms and cogs of international global commerce and machinery. and To think that a few people on the street outside is ever going to affect that. Yeah, but what it did was plant a seed in everybody else that saw it. And from I that saw seed, we get all the activists that grow. I'm still a slave. Yeah, but do you know what inspired me more? Still a soulless slave. Than the Occupy Wall Street was when Rage Against Machine played it, played on, did recorded uh, Sleep Now in the Fire mm. on the on, song. on Wall Street in front of a band, wow. and they were moved on. They record. I don't know if they recorded it live, but well, they, they quite rightly it. because there is certain laws and restrictions <laughs> in place and licenses one has to apply for in order to do legal yeah. um, truth I'm telling. I'm legal truth telling. I'm joking. They don't like. Don't that. pay me out to be that. Guy. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, yeah, they they played that. I'm not sure. They only they played that in early two, early two thousands, wasn't it? So this wouldn't have happened at that point. Before we get into it heavy, I'm sorry. Can we just put a pin in it? I should have gone in the piss break. Right, so what's uh, what's up next? The stock markets are opposed to wages. Is there anything yeah. to take away from that? So if the stock market's doing well, your wages go down. Yeah. Well, that sucks. It does. It really well, does. How's your co-op lager? Co-op hey. cider? Why bring that up? <laughs> Although I did discuss with Mike earlier. Yes, I'm drinking co-op's own brand cider uh, because it's £2.50. I felt frugal today. <laughs> but looking at it, Ben, I mean, I get it's cheap. Right, it's cheap, I know, I'm the one buying it. Did they have to package it to look this cheap? It's like they're trying to win a cheaper... If you had to invent your own brand <laughs> cider package... It wouldn't be a big sort of my initial on the can. It's horrific. Yeah. They're trying to demoralise me for buying their own product. It's shame. It's shame. Explain what it looks like to the listeners. It's just a giant can with a C on it for cider. And the font is like the worst, like the first word processor you ever had. Like old. matrix printer. Yeah, it's just dog <laughs> shit. Did the lager have a big L on it? Yes, yes, it so, did. So that's so the drunks can buy the drink. <laughs> C L. Oh, 
there we go. Don't compare. You've compared me to some pretty rotten things. <laughs> I'm not comparing you. I'm saying as a general Just scenario. Just because I want to start a cult now, all of a sudden I'm a sex monster, a murderer, <laughs> a, a, thing, a disappointment, a tramp, no. an alcoholic. Come on, no. I upset you. No. If you want, I think you're words in my mouth. If you want in on the cult, well, I'm glad just, it's only words. <laughs> just I'm not ask. doing that to join the cult. So I'll tell you a story about a tramp. <laughs> what a segue! Okay, yeah, right. go on, please. I was in Liverpool at university. It was about eight o'clock in the morning, yeah. waiting for the bus to come. And this tramp walks out a quick save. It's, you know, it's just open at eight o'clock. Yeah. Brown paper bag, opens the bottle, starts swigging. I said, yeah. Fucking, that's a bit early, isn't it? Eight in the morning. Oh, no, my it's not early. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then he walked past me. I looked closer. Yeah. It was a bottle of Dettol. <laughs> he was swigging Dettol. <laughs> he was cleaning out. Eight in the morning. <laughs> oh, well, you gotta do something till midday, ain't you? We've all been there. barred with weather spoons. We've all been there, though, where you feel so rough that you know, the only thing that's gonna really clean you out. Probably thinks she probably thinks it's good for his system. <laughs> it's antiseptic. It, it's the cheapest medicine I can get. I think your body's probably the cheapest alcohol percentage <laughs> per volume. That's why you got it. Oh um, lord. Well, that man's probably well, dead done, now. You've turned round and said that before now. When you had your alcoholic lilt, does that mean you'd swig Dettol on the side? <laughs> It's totally dumb because. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> love that sanitary taste. <laughs> it's got a bit of an afterkick, but you'll get used to it. Little. <laughs> <laughs> you recover from the coma. <laughs> uh, see, I start a cult, you could start your own. Mike's alcoholic lilt. <laughs> I don't think you can call it that, though. Can Big you? picture of your face on the bottle. Oh, hey. yeah. It's just lilt with a dash of Dettol. <laughs> 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 just don't turn it to kids. <laughs> or humans. Give it to dogs. Dogs will be fine. It won't kill a dog. Take more than Dettol to kill a dog. I they might don't give Dettol to dogs. Yeah, 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 don't, please. Please, we Actually, love dogs. My, my old dog used to vomit. It's, he, cause he's, he vomited down. <laughs> you should have made money up in the... Savlon. He, <laughs> he, he, he cut his paw and my mum put Savlon on it. Yeah. And he and put a sock around his paw and he managed to get the sock off and lick the Savlon and then just vomited everywhere. So I don't think it'll work. Okay. If anyone doesn't know what Dettol is, it's like it's antiseptic. Okay. Yeah, you put it in the bath or you, you wash wounds with it, that kind of thing. <laughs> or drink it. Or drink it in this guy's case. Oh shit, yeah, it's antiseptic. <laughs> I was thinking it's a bleach type. Um, no, no, that's oh, the best thing. Clean it, cleaning route. Uh, <laughs> I think if he was drinking toilet duck or something, he would be dead. <laughs> he's, he's, that man is in more they, they drink aftershave, don't dead. they, and things like that. Yeah. Anything with alcohol. Mess. Yeah, but he's a homeless person in the UK. Mess. I'm not even trying to be funny now. And all that. No, it's terrific. He's probably dead. How long yeah. ago was that? Oh, that was 20 years ago. Oh, he's dead. He's dead. That was 20 years ago. You're, I mean, you're I'm sorry if you're attached to this man. You're lucky, but 15 years ago. I mean, I'm sorry if you were emotionally. If you were emotionally attached to this man you saw drinking Dettol, I'm sorry, but I hate to rate you. I'm sure he's. he's I wasn't emotionally attached. just But his breath tasted of Dettol. I couldn't resist. It's, it's like a blowjob and a clean at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> 
let's move on. If this is the <laughs> listeners' first episode, all I could say is... Mike doesn't get sucked off by tramps in the back of a bus stop. But not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what I can say is welcome. <laughs> we do talk about conspiracies sometimes, yeah. not just rip yes, each other. Yes, the World Bank. World Bank. World Bank and its, <laughs> its attempts to rip you off. Yeah, and turn you into a dental-drinking tramp. <laughs> I'm so close. Confessions <laughs> from an economic hitman who worked for the World Bank. Do you want to hear what he has to say? Yeah, go on then. What's his name? John Perkins. Yeah. Why is it he looks like Roy Orbison on the cover yeah. of his book? Or an economic hitman dressed up as like a legitimate hitman? Yeah, it looks like John Bishop a bit. It looks yeah. like Bill Murray from here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you know what I watched last night? What? Kingpin. Ah, uh, yeah. Bill Murray in that. That's a good man. Oh. I watched All President's Men. All the President's Men. Remind me of that once. Was that like eight? eight? I'd never seen it. Alright. Redford and uh, Hoffman. Well, this is Woodward and Bernstein. Well, yeah, they're the characters. (laughs) They're the actors that play them. I don't know why I'm telling you this because I'm just opening myself. And do you know one of the the sayings of the film? Follow the money. I didn't realise it was in that film. Ah, And that applies to this follow the money. The money's where the magic is. Mm -hmm. The the last movie I watched was uh, Moana, Disney's Moana. Oh dear. Oh god. I found it to be quite moving. Uh, strong female lead character. It was uh, uh, inspirational singing. Um, oh. Bright colours. Did you get the that wanted to blow your head off? Cute sidekicks. The only thing. Sidekicks or sidekicks? Sidekicks. Animal sidekicks. The only thing that got me through it, because I was watching it with my lady friend and her two young children. The only thing got you through it was the previous two cans of carb cider. No, I wasn't drinking at this stage. It was early in the morning. Just a devil. What got me through, apart from the devil, was that uh, The Rock is one of the lead voices of the characters, so that was enough to get me through. I was like, it's The Rock, it's a rock movie. Mm. It was also a Disney movie. Excuse me, I burped again, I'm sorry, I'm a pig this week. Is that uh, cheap cider, mate? Have we got the microphone fit, guys? Yeah, it's in, man, we're okay. technically inept. Shall we go? Yeah. yeah. So this is John Perkins' Economic Hitman. Yep. Give it to me, John. John Perkins is a man who knows from decades of his own experience as a so-called economic hitman how the collusion of banks, corporations, and governments has taken over countries around the world. We use many techniques, but probably the most common is that we'll go to a country that has resources that our corporations covet like oil and we'll arrange a huge loan to that country from an organization like the world bank or one of its sisters but almost all of the money goes to u.s corporations not to the country itself corporations like bechtel and halliburton general motors general electric these types of organizations and they build huge infrastructure projects in that country power plants highways ports industrial parks things that serve the very rich and seldom even reach the poor in fact the poor suffer because the loans have to be repaid and they're huge loans and the repayment of them means that the poor won't get education health and other social services and the country is left holding a huge debt by intention we go back we economic hitmen to this country and say look you owe us a lot of money you can't repay our your debts so give us a pound of flesh as soon as one of these anti-American presidents is elected, one of us goes in and says, hey, congratulations, Mr. President. Uh, Now that you're president, I just want to tell you that I can make you very, very rich, you and your family. Get several hundred million dollars in this pocket if you play the game our way 
If you decide not to, or in this pocket I've got a gun with a bullet with your name on it, uh, in case you decide to keep your campaign promises and throw us out. Sell our oil companies your oil real cheap, or vote with us at the next UN vote, or send troops in support of ours to someplace in the world such as Iraq. And in that way, we've managed to build a world empire with very few people actually knowing that we've done this. So there you go. Um, is he saying they turn into a country? Saying, would you like to give us a loan? The country says, yeah, of course it will. They then give that money to companies like Halliburton, because I know that uh, Dick Cheney and George Bush had a lot of money in Halliburton. I think Dick, Dick Cheney was one of the directors of Halliburton. He was, before he became. Link, yeah. That then goes back into their pockets. They build the infrastructure to export the wealth of that country back to them. And get the profits. Get the profits while employing the people there on minimum wage. Yeah. So then, of course, the US government will send old Mr Perkins out and say... World Bank. Well, well, the World Bank or someone like him, yeah. and say, "Give us the money," or what was it? So here's here's some money, play our game, yeah. or I'll shoot you in the face. Basically, Do you know what it makes me think of is that it's kind of the same, but not the same. I'll explain at the end. Uh, the British Empire. Uh, yeah, I have it in a sec. Um, yeah, so he's saying that they built an empire this way, but it's sort of a covert way of building an empire. British Empire spread the same sort of way. We just mm -hmm. did it not covertly. We did it with our the uniforms musket. on and, yeah, and the brown bass musket and the point seven five yeah, caliber musket ball. And we're all loud and proud about it. But America's done it on the sly. Was a massive achievement for us because we were outnumbered all the time. Well, yeah, you know, we won't get into that now. <laughs> but I am. I know it was an amazing achievement, and we did do a lot of good for the world, but also a hell of a lot of bad. Oh, we had a job like that. Uh, killed a lot of people. But um. Yeah, they've just kind of done it the same way, but in a covert sort of way. It's all done, it's all sort of backdoor politics, isn't it? And uh, yeah. shady deals and what did, you know, some of the quotes we read last week about, if uh, you know, some of the Rockefellers, people are like saying, if I control the economics of a country, I control the country, not the fucking puppets in charge. So that's not, that, you know, you could say that's tinfoil hat territory, conspiracy territory, but it's not really. It's sort of obvious, isn't it? Mm -hmm, Corporations yeah. hold as much power as governments. And, and banks. On these banks, yeah, and these politicians are in their fucking... Come on. In their pockets? Yeah, you'd have to be wearing a tinfoil hat to be thinking that. And yeah. Well, look at our own country taking shitloads of money from Russian oligarchs. How do you say it? Oligarchs. 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 Boris Johnson, yeah. what was it? 300k to play tennis for some Russian bloke and his wife. That's it. The defence minister, 30 grand, going and have dinner with some Russian billionaire. Do you know who is nice though? Michael Portillo. I love that program. What Railway, this week? Railway Journeys. Oh, <laughs> even the political program. I love that. He just gets on a train and. I bet he's never done the, the the Wolverhampton to Shrewsbury journey on a fucking eleven thirty on a Friday night. I bet he's done that one. Well, yeah, but he's probably done some horrible stuff. He's probably voted against, uh, voted for more persecution of gays and. Ah, but he's very. Voted to bomb certain countries. Hey, isn't he actually gay himself, Portillo? Oh, he I might be. I think he is. He's very charming and he wears bright coloured clothes. Not that that makes you homosexual. I'm not sure. No. I think he might be. I like the show. I'm just I saying. think he arranged a passport for his uh, much younger Brazilian boyfriend and that was kind of the end of it. Well, allegedly. No, he was done for it. Allegedly. <laughs> I didn't no, see he that was on his Wikipedia page that I was, I was not reading the other mm. day. I'm just saying, I like yeah. the programme. I'm sure he's a charming man and he does seem like a nice bloke, but the things that he's done and voted for, I disagree with. His head will be on a fucking stake come the revolution, guys. <laughs> no more charming railway journeys then. Oh. 
allegedly. I love shows like that, though, you know, just to soothe me. Do you watch Bargain Hunt as in well? The evening. No, no, no. no. I like... Do you know what I do like? Dickinson's Real Deal. Okay. On the afternoons. Do you know why? Own. Do you know why? Just why? seem to like it. It's like Porn Stars from America, you know, the show Porn mm-hmm. Stars. It's like a British version of that, except antique dealers. Okay. And your average member of Joe Public who thinks they've got a priceless family heirloom turns That's out he's a mass-produced piece of crap. Yeah, with <laughs> 25 quid top end. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much, yeah. lucky. And they still try to squeeze, like, 50 euro double, and they're like, no, it's, I'm going to sell that for 20 quid. Get on with it, peasant. Well, I like, you know, I like programmes like the... Uh, I like BBC Four-style documentaries that are about bits of Britain, British things, soothing things, you know, just to wash over me. <laughs> Yeah, not threads. Yeah, just to ease me. <laughs> yeah, some ancient historical, you know, castle. Or, you know, have you ever seen that threads? Threads, no, is that? Oh, so man. I think I have actually. You're BBC Four. It's a 70s sort of uh, oh, no. BBC uh, programme about what happens if a nuclear bomb goes off. Guys, it's dark as shit. You got traffic wardens with guns, mate. Whoa, it's whoa, whoa. We've gone from nice. <laughs> Why are you telling me the things you want to be freaked out? You know, this, this is what soothes me into the working week, a weekend of. Genteel documentary. Yeah, I was saying it's not that. I was uh, saying it's not. You, it's you the don't complete, complete opposite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll give you a fucking nightmare. I'd be out the back having my nighttime cigarette, just feeling like it's all pointless. Like oh, I fuck read yeah. the manifesto. <laughs> oh, when you, I just realised I could save myself two fifty. When you've read the manifesto, Ben, could you pass it on? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm going to make you pay an extra two pound fifty. So that puts you, uh, okay. puts your minus two, puts your minus a five in the well, red already. You just lost a theta or two. <laughs> Do you think that's pretty game to feed on too? Aren't they the ones that hold you back when well, you do? Sure. Mm. No, they're all different in my religion. Okay, moving on. What have we got? Okay, we've got one? the top ten unforgivable crimes banks have committed. Okay. Now, when we did this last episode, didn't we? When we searched for uh, banking crimes on Google, yeah, you get nothing. Like the fourth page. No one goes to the fourth page unless you're looking for some really fucked up porn. I've been there. So have I. <laughs> <laughs> In at number 10, Wachovia launders Mexican cartel's drug money. He looks pretty badass, though, in that, in that picture. Some dude with a, an assault rifle. I think it's a... Uh, I think it's an Israeli... No, it's it says not. Mexican. Yeah, it doesn't mean they don't get really weapons. I think it's. Uh, oh, I, I, you were talking about the weapon. I was yeah. talking about the man. Yeah, he talk like this. He's got a, he's got a ski mask on. He's wearing U.S. fatigues. He's bright. He's got some really blue armor on, and he's got a. And I think it's rise. a. I think it's a Heckler and Cut G3 assault rifle he's holding. So the uh, Carver's the best bit. Yeah, it is. And he stood behind a burning pile. It's stood in front of a what? burning pile or something, which the is The horizon's cool. on fire. The horizon is literally on fire, and he's stood in front of it looking like a badass. I salute you, sir. It's only that day as well. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm not. I wonder if that's burning money. Possibly. That's how they launder it. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Some men just want to watch the world. He <laughs> yeah. just set fire to money, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And the Japanese guy, the little Chinese investment banker. Mm. Apparently, there's the extended scene of that is that dude is sat on the top of that pile of money, building gags. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, so though it was bought out by Wells Fargo in 2008, Wachovia was itself one of the largest banking institutions in the United States when it was found to have laundered money for Mexican drug cartels. A 22 month investigation by numeral, numerous federal agencies uncovered clear violations in the bank's anti-money laundering programme, which amounted to the transfer of $378.4 billion. Fucking hell. Lovely. 
Yeah. I thought Wakovia was that place in Avengers 2. <laughs> <laughs> Wakanda. No, no, no. Oh, that, oh, no, I know what you're on about, yeah. Sarkovia. Sarkovia, the Sarkovia Records, yeah, yeah. yeah. By the way, Sight Tangent, Infinity War trailer. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll have me some of that. Okay, in at number nine. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Chinese underground banking and money laundering. Huh? Chinese investigators have uncovered an underground banking industry for processing illegal money transfers in the amount of 200 billion yuan, which is 30 billion dollars. <laughs> One bank disguised itself as a trade company and was likely involved in channeling money for drug dealers and smugglers. Wow. Number eight, the Forex scandal. In May 2015, five of the largest banks in the world, JP Morgan, Chase, Citicorp, Bank, uh, Barclays, the Royal Bank of Scotland and UBS were fined $5.7 billion in a settlement over, cha over charges of market manipulation. So we've got Barclays and the Royal Bank of Scotland in there. Yeah. I used to bank in Barclays, and ironically I went in one day, and they said, oh, have you had a, a financial check recently? Yes. And it wasn't long after this, well, you're the ones who've been bailed out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, Number seven, seven, numerous banks worked with the Nazis. Always the Nazis. Mm -hmm. I mentioned the Nazis later, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do crop up every episode. To they do, but it's almost like they're just... It's like, just, just fucking get the Nazis in there somehow. Shoehorn them in. Yeah, people are very influential in that It's because they're coming back. That's what it is. They're trying to fucking get it back oh, into the popular psyche. They're not real Nazis. I'm with Joe Rogan. We need to stop calling them people in America Nazis. Because then when real ones turn up, we better invent a new word. Because, you know what I mean? Uber Nazis. <laughs> there you go. Millions of people were exterminated in concentration camps, which is well known. It is. Unless you're far right and believe it was holiday camps. No, it's well known. What <laughs> many people tend not to consider is what happened to the victims' assets. Mm. As it happened, some banks were complicit in seizing the assets of their Jewish customers and handing those assets over to the Nazis. Oh, of course they were. In 1998, Barclays Bank agreed to pay $3.6 million to Jews whose assets had been seized by the bank's French branches during oh, the war. Oh, fucking hell. So Barclays Bank, a British bank, have got French branches, and those French branches must, I mean, all right, they're probably, it probably was that sort of, give us that money. You know, the, the Gestapo would have gone in and said, got any Jewish customers? Yeah, right, and over the money. But still, I suppose there's not a lot Barclays can do about that, in all fairness. Well, I'm assuming because they're willing to pay, they did it voluntarily, they didn't. Well, yeah, but you know what the compensation course is like nowadays. Maybe, we don't the, know. Yeah, but the clerks of the bank could have put together an A-team-style resistance force. They probably did, after some of their workers had been executed by the Gestapo for being mm, Jewish. I mean, I guess. Yeah. but yeah, I mean, the thing is, let's, let's not forget the, the fact that when the, the Jews were being rounded up and taken places they traveled with their wealth on their back you know they had diamonds and gold and when they got to the camps of course that was taken from them. the gold teeth were taken from their mouths after they were dead Fuck. and then all them gold teeth melted into bars and stamped with a ss or a german eagle and so in number six <laughs> you know so they had a it wasn't just and all i'm saying is it wasn't just what was in the banks yeah well it wasn't just European banks, a Chase Manhattan Bank as well. We're also involved. Wow. In at number six, HSBC Holdings laundered billions for dictators, terrorists and drug cartels. Wow. Isn't HSBC a, a British bank? Yeah. Oh. 
Wow. The amount of money involved over time period was not easy to calculate, but a single affiliate exceeded $7 billion in one year. Laundering fucking drug money. And number five, the LIBOR scandal. The LIBOR, the London Interbank Offered Rate scandal, is probably the largest financial crime you've never heard of. When the scandal was uncovered in 2012, LIBOR was an interest rate that was being used in trillions of dollars of financial contracts around the globe. It can affect the cost of corporate loans, student loans, mortgages and more. So yeah, LIBOR is a big deal. Right. It's supposed to be the average rate at which banks can borrow money from each other for a short term. Each day, lending banks would submit their borrowing rates to the British Bankers Association, BBA. The BBA would throw out some of the highest and lowest rates and average the rest. Although the rates were calculated for various currencies and maturities, US dollar LIBOR for three months was considered to be the most important. Unfortunately, some banks conspired to fudge their numbers. They were providing inflated or deflated interest rates to the BBA for years. When a bank charged uh, changed their numbers, they could then profit on trades of financial instruments that were based on the inflated or deflated numbers. It also says here, it's complicated, but it boils mm -hmm. down to bankers rigging the numbers to make money. Deutsche Bank was one of the biggest participants in the fraud, and they were fined $1.74 So, even though proving fault and imprisoning people remains difficult, mm -hmm. who would have thunk it? Oh. In a four, Wells Fargo illegally seized cars belonging to US service members. Well, that's low. It's pretty low, isn't it? Yeah. Between 2018 and 2015, Wells Fargo repossessed cars in at least 430 cases. Wow. In one instance, the bank seized the car of an Army National Guardsman who was serving in Afghanistan and auctioned it off. And the bank went after the soldier's family to recover an additional $10,000 to clear the car loan. So you, you feel sorry for that guy because he's effectively what I was doing, a reservist, yeah. who gets called up to go to Iraq and... He's probably being paid less for that than his proper job, so he's not making the payments because he's trying to support his family yeah. on lower and wages. Bank's and the bank's selling his car from under him. And then making him pay the loan on top? Yeah. Oh. Ultimately, the bank was fined $24 million over the illegal repossessions. At number three, shaved money from pension accounts. Oh, this is an old one. We had that in this country because there was a Maxwell, wasn't it? Mm. Norman Maxwell and the News of the World pensions years ago. Mm. They did find him, did they? No. I've only just had a pension recently. Oh, we all have to do it now. Yeah. We've got to increase uh, the payments to it. Probably because of bad investments by the pension yeah. company. Yeah. I was watching a video yesterday, actually, about Noel Edmonds. <laughs> right. His business got screwed, yeah. Yeah. By Lloyd's, or H-Boss, or Lloyd's Bank, mm. one of them. And his business went under. And he almost committed suicide. Oh, shit. Wow. Over the fact. And he's come out now and he's got a law case going. But did some magical banks. charts tell him not to. Yeah, because he has all that. Into, he's into all that. He's he's into into his, his, his magic healing box. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. seen that. That he tried to sell to someone with cancer. <coughs> hey, that's what I call my girlfriend's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I hope she's not listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, darling. <laughs> but yeah, didn't he used to have all them little like charms inked on his hand when he was on Deal or No Deal? Because mm. that was like his comeback thing. Yeah, it was like wish it. charms or something like that. He should have fucking finished after Mr. Blobby went under. No, I, don't, I was surprised to find out on 
Facebook the other day that a few of our close friends were terrified by Mr. Blubby's children. I loved him. Yeah, I never had any issues with him. I and, quite and I don't like people in suits usually, <laughs> but Mr. Blobby was quite non-threatening, I thought. I thought he was hilarious. I had yeah. a teddy bear and everything. Yeah. And as I previously confessed, I've confessed to some really dark things on this uh, <laughs> podcast. The darkest probably been I possessed the Mr. Blobby song on cassette tape. I, I had a video cassette of Mr. Blobby's kind of like his own yeah, little show. It had a pink VHS yeah, box. I remember. That's right, yeah. yeah. Hey, there you go. Thanks, Ben, for joining with me in the confession time. <laughs> I think my guru-ness is rubbing up on you, isn't it? No, no, it isn't. <laughs> Just because of a shared childhood love for Mr. Blobby, <laughs> beloved children's character, it's no different for me than both of us liking He-Man. <laughs> There's a childhood picture of me with a Care Bear. <laughs> <laughs> I'd oh, pay money to see that. That <laughs> explains a lot. That's why you're such a lefty. <laughs> was it Love Bear? <laughs> it was. I don't know which, but I think it's a blue one with a rainbow. Uh, that's probably LGBT rights bear. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, it would be. No, do you know what that bear's doing now, Mike? It's <laughs> out there with a, a bike lock in a carrier bag, smashing protesters over their head. They refuse to use the pronouns. Tis. I was going to say sniffing crack in a <laughs> <the> alley, <laughs> giving yeah. hand jobs Smoking to pay food. Imagine those worlds are real for a moment, the planet of the Ewoks. Well, in all societies, there's the the slightly, sh- you know, downtrodden. Sh- I'm sure what I'm saying is there's dropout drug addict Ewoks. Probably, yeah. There has to be. Too many well, leaves of the yeah. whatever it is they have in that jungle, yeah. Yeah, ended up sucking a little Wookiee cock for. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's probably the size of an Ewok, isn't it? I've never noticed before how long Chewbacca's sort of. Well, it comes out like is. a dog, it comes yeah. out like pink lipstick, <laughs> and it's like, oh, God, Chew's going to be out. Yeah, the Ewok's like, yeah, I'll go handle that, and then his, his knob comes out. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, Chewie, like, he gets a bit depressed, and Han used to sort of stroke his chest or something like you do with a dog. Yeah, and then he's like, and oh, then he's like, oh Chewie, put it away, Chewie. Calm and down, lipstick bad Chewie, bad Chewie. <laughs> Lips out of the cup. Do you need to go inside? Go inside, Chewie. Yeah, out of the cup. Go walking off, big man. Like Snake Skywalker in the eye with it. <laughs> 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 well, um, yeah. you're not putting any of that out uh, <laughs> at all relevant. So, what were we on? Can we, put, can we put that in the description for next time as well? Chewbacca's dog cock. <laughs> I'd love to. We've only just got back on iTunes. <laughs> no. We're going to get banned again from yeah. on Facebook. No dog cocks. <laughs> We've been no banned enough cocks. in our short time. <laughs> but we Shows made someone we... feel ashamed to be British. Exactly. We know we're doing something right. We're on the right track. So let's not fuck it up now. That's why I don't talk to the public anymore on the page. I had that nutter telling me to share that yes. African pastor's sermon on the apocalypse and I told him to fuck off. I saw it and I let you deal with it and I thought you dealt with it admirably because I didn't think you guys would appreciate me once again piling in. Uh, and like I you know, was saying, if you haven't followed our Facebook page, which is... How do we find Put it? the ball in the post through the apocalypse. Yeah, oh yeah. Twitter, at, uh, at Apocalypse Ball. Follow us, man. We, we post a few funny memes, don't we, and um, things. We should and point out, if you're not listening to this on iTunes, we're also on SoundCloud, yes. Stitcher, Podbean... All of them. All of them. Where you find your podcasts. Yeah, we're hoping to get us on Steam it soon. Yeah, follow us, like us. If, and if you're on the Facebook page, you'll have seen my recruitment video, and uh, I look forward to your money. So, maybe uh, like, number two. Leave us a review, but don't mention the fact that Gaz is trying to brainwash people into joining his cult. 
and that brainwash. Let's explain a bit more about this shaving of what happened to the old people's pensions. Well, yeah, very sad in the photograph. Yeah, they, they shaved money off their accounts. In, far, in lawsuits filed by New York State and federal authorities in 2011, Bank of New York Mellon was accused of scraping $2 billion of pension funds throughout the US by inflating foreign exchange fees and defrauding customers out of their money. I wouldn't invest my money in a bank called Mellon. <laughs> Doesn't sound very professional. No. In at number two, Bank of Credit and Commerce International complicit in numerous illegal activities. They look like scary bankers. They look yeah, more like soldiers. I think, I think they're the Iran Contra guys. Uh, ah, yeah, there it's look. There we go. What does it say, man? The Iran Contra. Yeah. The U.S. Uh, required a bank to fund the Contras, uh, specifically the Bank of Credit and Commerce International (BCCI) to illegally launder the money from the sale, and they did. So money laundering to uh, to military dictators and drug cartels. Well. What can you do, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it became defunct in 1991 due to its illegal activities. It yeah. Probably too many. I bet, Ollie too North, much. I bet Ollie North finally breathed a sigh of relief then, didn't he? Yeah. And number one, the fraudulent mortgage scam and the Great Recession. Uh, of course, you mentioned that woman, a quote of that woman last week where the bank lent her like all of the money for the house, $331,000. Yeah. And like then her husband lost his job. And they couldn't pay it back. Mm. So we've been through that one. Well, they're scamps. They are. They're scamps. They are. <laughs> we have a video now from who's this? Alan Greenspan. Alan Greenspan, the old head of the Federal Reserve. Um, Federal Reserve being effectively what the U.S. bank. Yeah. Basically saying it, it was all a mistake. During the boom years, no one was more popular than the man who headed up the Federal Reserve, Alan Greenspan. But now that there's been a meltdown, Greenspan is getting a lot of heat and some of the blame. On Thursday, lawmakers grilled him on Capitol Hill. NBC's senior investigative correspondent Lisa Myers has more on that. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning, Meredith. Greenspan became known as the maestro because of what was thought to be his masterful handling of the economy. But he now admits to flaws in his thinking and that the maestro made a mistake. He was the hero of the 90s economic boom, and all the while an unabashed champion of deregulation and free markets. But Thursday, Alan Greenspan was the prime target in the congressional blame game over the meltdown. You were perhaps the leading proponent of deregulation, and my question for you is simple. Were you wrong? Uh Partially. It was an extraordinary admission. Greenspan, famous for his intellect, said he made a mistake in trusting that the banks would act in the best interest of their shareholders and not act so recklessly. And he admitted to what he called a flaw in his long-held belief markets could regulate themselves. In other words, you found that your, your view of the world, your ideology, was not right. It was but, not but working. It had a, precisely. That's precisely the reason I was shocked because I had been going for 40 years or more with very considerable evidence that it was working exceptionally well. Critics claim Greenspan got a lot of things wrong, that he opposed regulation of the complex financial transactions which helped cause the meltdown, kept interest rates too low too long, helping inflate a housing bubble, and failed to move against signs of trouble including warnings from a Fed colleague about predatory lending to borrowers with bad credit. There are always a lot of people raising issues, and uh, half the time they're wrong. 
And the question is, uh, what do you do? Greenspan, who two years ago said the worst of the housing crisis may be over, said he did not foresee the freefall in home prices. I did not forecast a significant decline because we had never had a significant decline. The former champion of deregulation now acknowledges that more comprehensive regulation is justified. But true to his philosophy, Greenspan warns against overreacting, saying instituting rules to be sure this never happens again could stifle the economy. Meredith. All right, Lisa Myers, thank you. Well, so he's got, I got to put it sorry for him. He feels like he's been thrown under the bus a little bit. He was in charge of the whole thing. Just I know, but it's just like... You feel bad because he's old as shit and... No, he's, he's like... made he, millions of dollars. I know he's that, but he was... He left the world in shit. And, hang on, let me finish. Go on, sorry. I, he's almost like saying, like, yeah, well, we... He, 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 40 years, he'd been right. Yeah, but he wasn't right, though, was he? Well, he wasn't right in a way, but he, for 40 years, things have been going, ticking over steadily, and then all of a sudden, you know, it happens and... If you're gonna throw it, he, he, he never forecasted it because he was just thinking, "Yeah, fuck it." Yeah, but everyone else was telling him. If you're gonna, That's true, but it's like he said, it's half of it. Half the time they're telling me stuff's gonna go wrong. It doesn't. Well, if you're gonna throw something under the bus, it might as well be a hundred and seven-year-old man. That is true. <laughs> I mean, I've got no sympathy for him because yeah. he's obviously he's been quite happy with the fractal banking system. It's made him a lot of money. Yeah. Mm. But to blame it all on him when he's he did say like, "Oh, I trusted they would make the decisions responsibly." Well, that's your first mistake. Don't yeah. trust people with money to make responsible decisions. People who've got lots of, of money, you only want one well, more thing, and that's more money. And he helped deregulate it. So he helped cause the, the whole problem. Okay, it was 40 years down the line, but what a fucking mess. It, the worst fact well, of the Well, yeah, but like I say, he was more of a more trusting age, should we say, mm. than maybe. Should we go into what the alternative is to this shit fucking market economy yep, we got? Yep, and then I'll tell you about some conspiracies. Yeah. Go for it. Okay, do you want to know about the resource-based economy? Yes, I know a little bit about this because they'd used this in World War Z to get the uh, oh. in the book to get the U.S. economy back on its feet. Oh, I don't remember that bit. Yeah, they go to a resource-based economy because the old system just wouldn't have worked. Oh, awesome! And apparently, they've got one in Star Trek. Oh. Jean Luc Picard talks about it. There's a few videos on the internet. All right, go and find them. See the superior captain. A resource. Unless it was a fist fight. Yeah, but there wouldn't be one with Picard. A resource-based economy is a society without money, barter or trade, with the awareness that humanity is one family and where technology and science is used to its fullest to develop and manage the planet's resources to provide abundance for everyone in the most sustainable way. Okay. So like the 3D printing of food, everyone gets one of them in their yeah. hands kind of thing. I don't know how that would work though, you'd need the ingredients, but yeah, that, that would work. Uh, so the mar the money market economy versus resource based economy, okay. So right. the money market economy, you've got consumption. Yeah, which are all consumers. Yeah. Every single one of us. Versus preservation. So we don't consume as much. Yeah, we. But then well, I don't we restock what we take, and we we take what we need. So preservation. Yeah. So, but then I can get stuff I like. That hey, sounds like communism to like. me. Yeah, but if they've got a. Do I think it sounds a bit So if I buy a book, do, what, what do I do then? Do I have to plant a tree in return or...? Eat it. Oh, man, that's harsh. I want, to, I want to keep the book. I haven't moved on to tablets or to, to Kindles yet. You have to murder an elder with it. Well, that's fair enough. You make more space. You yeah. may not have to plant a tree, but someone would. Oh, that's alright then. As long as someone else is doing it. I'm yeah. not planting trees. <laughs> Obsolescence. 
Oh, so we make our technology last longer? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's optimum design. Yeah, so he's. Yeah, obsessions at the moment on the phones, shit. They keep. Two years, breaking. is it? Yeah. Well, they're programmed to last a certain amount of yeah. time or they download it, they update the fucks it. Yeah, I know it's boring, guys, just hold it's on. It's not boring, I didn't know it It's been a long day, I was up at. Okay, I'm seven. almost done. It's not boring. Explicit ownership versus shared access. So instead of everyone hoarding all the wealth, it's all shared about for everybody. So we still get money in this then? No money. Inf <laughs> infinite growth versus dynamic equilibrium. So at the moment we've got infinite growth. Keep growing and growing. Oh, because I'll stave off the worst. So if we're growing and it's king the planet. What's yeah. the opposite? What the opposite is, is dynamic equilibrium. What does that mean? Then? Well, that means everything that stays the same. So if something goes up, mm. something else has to be growing in its place. Or oh, right. okay. we only everything's use kept, we only yeah. use what oil we can afford to. That year. Kept at, yeah, everything's kept at an equal happy medium right. on the earth. But we'll make people will make less money from that, though, won't they? There's no money. Nah. Market growth versus collaboration. So instead of like private companies competing, competing, everyone gets together. The best phone producers produces a phone that would last a hundred years, and like every year you get a free update, you know, or free model, a new updated model. But how so everyone's wor everyone's working. Money no money. But how do we? I'll get, get to that in a minute. Inequality versus equality. Okay, you know, we've got inequality. Right. With this, you have equality. Human labor versus mechanization. That's happening anyway. Yeah. And scarcity versus abundance. Right. Right now... But someone's got still got to work to make that stuff. I mean, someone's got to grow yeah. the food, haven't they? We've all got... We're, so we'll all share the work. So you, you do something you want to do, you know, you wouldn't get paid for it. It's a, it. You're doing it towards a society. But it wouldn't be like 40 hours a week. It could be four hours. It could be eight hours. Whatever you want. No, no, no one's no, going to do fuck all. Because you're going to get up on a, on a cold December morning <laughs> and go, oh, man, I really should go and feed the cows. Oh, a bit early, though, isn't it? Yeah, but... <laughs> and then you'll stay in bed till 12 and they'll, the milk will be shit. No, because you'd still want people... People still want to do that. People like being farmers. But I don't want to be a farmer. No, you, you'll be doing what you want to do. We'll oh, I, want to be like a C, I want to be a CSI investigator. Well, you can be that, then. But how does me... I've got no qualifications, does it? doesn't matter. How does me learn? shagging a lot of dodgy, questionable women help the economy? That's not a job, though. That's, a... That. that's your pastime. You that's do, what I want to do. You've got to do your community service, say, four hours a week. What you I do community hours? service. I fuck the women, other people won't. No. Then we're populated by little gases. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think I'm firing blanks, to be honest. Right, I've got a video to explain <laughs> I'm the luckiest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Potentially both. <laughs> I've got a little video to explain it better, hopefully. Okay, then. I love right. my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Let me come home. Here's a video. Imagine, if you will, if you can, an island of 10,000 people with $10 billion on the island available. No resources, no agrable land, no water, no fish. You have nothing. So what is the real value in the future? Resources. War, poverty, corruption, hunger, misery, human suffering will not change in a monetary system. That is, there'll be very little significant change. The major difference between a resource-based economy in a monetary system is that a resource-based economy is really concerned with people and their well-being, where a monetary system has become so distorted that the concerns of the people are really secondary, if they're there at all. If people have access to the necessities of life without servitude, debt, barter, trade, 
they behave very differently. We don't have to worry about finances. Our question in the future is, do we have the resources? We can rehouse everyone, eliminate poverty, build hospitals all over the world. You want all these things available without a price tag. It's an economy with sensors throughout the system. So we know the weather conditions, we know plant diseases all over the world. The earth will be monitored, not people. I got all these ideas from the human body. When you get an infection in your toe, there's no committee meeting. It sends a committee to the brain and says there's an infection in the toe. The brain says, hmm, I'm going to think it over. By that time, your infection's up to your knee. So the human body sends antibodies, the nervous system, immediately to the infected area. That's exactly what a resource-based economy is. The system I advocate, a resource-based global economy, is not perfect. It's just a lot better than what we have. We can never achieve perfection. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Um, I get what he's saying. It's interesting. I get what he's saying, but like, okay, so you want to train? You, 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 no one's gonna work People, unless you want. You got you do your four hours community service, yeah. whatever a week. Probably more than that. Um, but so you still got to train a doctor. You still got to yeah. train engineers. People will still want to be doctors. People will still want to be engineers and hookers yeah. and hookers. People will still want to be making podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, that would be our contribution to the world. Right. Oh my God, this is our <laughs> contribution to the world. Oh. Hey, come on! I've heard worse podcasts than this. See, I know. We, make, we inform and make people laugh. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. But so, but where's you can't just train someone to be a doctor for? I know there's no money, but stuff. What you do? So another doctor's giving up his time to train some more doctors. Yeah, because he likes to be a doctor. How does he get food? Just going help himself. Yeah. You get a ration. You must have a ration. You'd have a ration, or you just. Um, that sounds like communism. Well, it's. I said a political thing. You do. Yeah. And it kind of is. Everything's produced yeah, by the is, state and dished out to everybody. It is. But the problem is, how do you stop the people at the top having better stuff than. Well, there's no money. The guy at the bottom. You wouldn't. Yeah, but, you wouldn't but you could be on margarine and they could be on butter. Well, you wouldn't yeah. need to. You, ah, that's where he's on about that dynamic equilibrium. Everyone. Yeah, but that's it's great. Yeah, but he's going, oh, yeah, it'll be dynamic equilibrium. And then I come in and go, you know what? Hmm, maybe I should have butter because butter production's low this year. So maybe I should have like my year supply and then just dish the rest out to my cronies and everyone else can have marge. Yeah, but if we've got this working properly, we've got enough for everybody. And then what? Yeah, you're always so going to have low yields and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, okay. well, what stops violent gangs coming round and just taking your stuff? Yeah. Well, they want more butter. Because I wouldn't want to be a, a part-time policeman because that shit's yeah, dangerous. I want to be paid handsomely for that. Who's going to protect you? Yeah, but all the resources there for you to go and get, you wouldn't need to rob anything. It's all free. Yeah, but people yeah, always want more. Is Some men me? just want to watch the world burn, Mike. Uh, and uh, will there still be junkies? I Who wasn't there? I'm just gas. Oh, that's a beer. You haven't oh, had one for a while. Um, the guru forbids you to ask. No. <laughs> the guru can suck my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> It's the beer rule. I'm not saying it's How not. How much money is in your wallet? <laughs> not enough. <laughs> it never is. Back no, to sorry, the bankers. I'm not saying it's it's not complicated and it won't throw up its own issues, but it's certainly a lot better than what we've got at the moment. I don't know, I like it when I get my money at the end of the month. 
Yeah, but we haven't got to work for that though, have we? You haven't got to work for it and you go and get what you want. We just go out, we do a bit of, I don't know, let's say 12 hours a week. Yeah. Three yeah. day, four hours yeah, but you said it can't be four hours a day. I'd do four hours a day. It'd be rationed. It would be enough for everybody. But maybe if you were more. You can only eat so much butter, for God's sake, you know what I mean? I was just using that as an example. I know, but any food stuff. But maybe if you worked more, like you'd get more stuff. I like capitalism. Because you're putting in more work. In this system, how it's am I supposed possible. to feel superior to people? Don't oh, that's the thing, you don't. Well, that's it, you don't. Oh, well, where's the fun in that? <laughs> where's the fun in looking down my nose? Because I yeah, have... At the moment, guys, you're pretty much dog shit pile. <laughs> no offence. We all are. My ego's taking a pound in this. <laughs> we all are. We all are. Go on. Even you self-confess it in your own book. <laughs> and you said that as a van driver, you said previously as a van driver, you, you're looked down on by like limo drivers and oh, in turn you look down at the sanitary, yes, sanitary yeah. waste Do you realise how the, the rich live, the but wealthy like live and how opulent they are? Yeah, but you know... They'll, they'll go yeah, and all you've got, way. all you've got, is the hope that one day you might be like that. You were saying you want to win some money. Yes, yeah, I would like some money. You can do what you want. It's all shared. Okay, but there is, we're all members of the ant hill, and there's only one way you leave the ant hill, and that is in a body bag, rich or poor. Yeah. You know, so just try and have as much fun as you can along the way. Yeah, but we can't have that much fun because we haven't got any money because it's been sucked up by the. Yeah, by the one percent who took eighty-two percent of the world's wealth. But how long? But let's be realistic. Your system sounds nice. It's not going to happen, is it? Why not? Yeah, you see, that's it's just fucking nice. Well, why not? It? it would take a revolution yeah, to do exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a literal, a literal overthrowing of the government. Argies yeah. 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 are struggling. Are you prepared to slit a throat, Mike, for I'm, this? I'm not saying we can go straight <laughs> from this. Because you're going to have to. I'm not saying we can go straight from this to RBE. It's impossible. You've got to have steps. Steps like UBR, UBS. Or a zombie apocalypse. Uh, or USB. USB. UB40. Don't you dare mention UB40 in my presence. Universal basic income or universal basic services. Universal <laughs> basic income. If I had a gun right now, I'd shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> and I would arise. So there we have it. If you want to learn more about it, you can go and research it's it. A, who is this chap, anyway? He's part of the uh, Venus Project. He's dead now, but he's 101 or something when he died. Wow. And it isn't his idea. I mean, he, he, it's just one guy that is using that idea to you know, try and get it into fruition. But it came originally in the, in the 1900s. There's like political engineers and shit that come up with this stuff. That bloke looks like the last time <laughs> <laughs> he was in the 1900s. Yeah, it was 101. Bless him. Uh, no, it's... I, I think he's still pretty compassmentist for 101. Yeah. I wish I was like together. I mean, I'm not to get that together now. Mm -hmm. I'm 35. We've noticed. I never thought I'd live this long. <laughs> Me neither. I like the idea. Yeah. It's a lovely idea. Just like the Wall Street... Occupied gang, that was a lovely idea. Still got their heads cracked though, didn't they? Yeah. Like, good luck trying to implement this. Yeah, the banks oh, do fuck to you. yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but it can be done. Oh, we need to get back the levers of power. That's very revolutionary talk, Mike. But I would just like to first be one of the first we, to we say I love power. my bank. We have the power, we are the many, they are the few. We have the power! Available <laughs> <laughs> um, on Netflix recently, actually, the, oh, the, the, the He-Man series. Well, He-Man season one. It's lovely. Shake, talk, those, like. shake those chains from you like Jew. Hey. What did you call me? <laughs> D-E-W-G. Oh, oh. <laughs> Look, these are very revolutionary words for revolutionary minds. Well, he's a crypto-communist, isn't he? 
But I, I, I'm not good feeling... Marxist. Sorry, Gutter Marxist. I'm not in the mood to overthrow. Do you know what I mean? I've just... It's going to involve fight, killing people for a start. Once again, yeah, and I'm, I'm opening myself up to ridicule from Ben again, but I'm just being honest. I've found some happiness recently in life. I don't want to go out stabbing and no, fighting it's, in the streets. It's street. peaceful, mate, peaceful. Just keep sending no, you, money to me. But they've got right? guns and you haven't. I will continue to suck the corporate cock of my masters as long as I can live in... Well, I'm going to fight for death, so... I'm going to watch my flat-screen misery machine every night and, you know... And assume uh, assimilate the government propaganda. Yeah, like a good ant. Yeah. Well, I'm ready to die for the cause. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, is that a suicide vest you're wearing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to kill anybody. I'm just... <laughs> I, I am prepared to die if the time comes... But just like jump off a bridge, shall Well, no, obviously... Free market system! We're still supposed to come in! Obviously, in some kind of political upheaval, uh, you know, I am willing to sacrifice my life in order to the benefit of humanity. Well, I think we should pool our resources and start raising money through the cult stroke church. Uh, (laughs) I don't think, as a tax-free organisation, guys, we can fund revolution. We can fucking steal some, but do you know what? This is it. This is insight. I hope there's no policeman listening. I had a weird. I, I'm not a bank robber or a shop robber, but today I thought it was a bit brazen, to be honest. I was in the Tesco on the way here, getting some tobacco, and um, the one woman came to the till, and I, I approached the till, and she went, "Just give us two minutes." And she was counting a big wedge of money, and the two of them had to both. It was some security type thing. She's counting it in front of the other one to get the other one to sign before she put it in a blue bag and put it in some tube thing. But it was right there in front of me, like, just stood where they normally stand, just counting out hundreds and hundreds of pounds. And it did pop into my mind, like, you could just lean over and fucking grab that. And run. So easily and run. But then my mind went through the logical process of what would then happen. You know, I'm already on camera, my lumber plate is already on camera. You know, but I'm just saying, the thought popped there in the mind. But I didn't do it. I'm a good spiritual leader. <laughs> you know, uh, this psychologist I've been listening to recently, Jordan Peterson, says that one of the important things is to face the demon inside you, acknowledge it, don't deny it, acknowledge it, that it's there and ignore it. And it'll still be good. You see? So That's you're, what I did today. You don't want to be cult leader, listen to psychologists telling mm-hmm. you how to manipulate people. No, not how to manipulate <laughs> people. That's, 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 no, that's how you look at everything, just through <laughs> a dark prism of misery. <laughs> it's got me through this far. <laughs> I need a piss. <laughs> Sorry, I should have gone on the break. I've been a bad presenter this week. I'm leaving that open. <laughs> well, this week. So no um, throwaway, foray? Foray? Foray. Into the um, the world of banking conspiracy would be complete without taking a look at a couple of famous families. Oh, yeah. Um, the Rothschilds. Yeah. Family of Jew- German Jewish bankers who've accumulated vast sums of wealth for the past two centuries. They're like the rock stars of the bank. Oh, yeah. They're the famous ones. Absolutely. Um, it was is the original founder of the family, the, the founder of the banking thing, mm. was a, a Maya Amschel Rothschild, a court Jew to the Landgraves of Hesse Kassel in the free city of Frankfurt. Oh. In the 18th by the end of the 18th century, they'd started to amass a huge fortune. Uh, in the early 1800s, Jews were granted equal rights as citizens in German province provinces. Mm-hmm. So they just keep making money. Well, they never stop. Um, Basically, mind-bogglingly rich Jewish bankers who funded wars had a multinational network all the way back to the international 18th century 
ripe for conspiracy theorising. Mm. Now, what is true is that old Mayor here, Mayor Amateur Russia, had five sons. Mm. In the Napoleonic Wars, we're talking sort of 1780-something, uh, 1790s mm -hmm. to 1815, and then 1815 to 1815 again. Now, he sent one of his sons to Paris yeah. to basically tell Napoleon the Rothschilds had funded him all the way. Mm. He sent another of his sons to London to tell the Brits who we were kind of not, I didn't have a, an army on the continent yet. I didn't happen until sort of 1796, seven, something like that. Um, that we, um, he would fund us all the way. So that's why we managed to build up a huge Navy and trade fleet and everything. And so they were funding both paying sides. Paying for both sides. Paying for both sides. Cause they both need ships. They both need guns. They both need soldiers. Yeah. We'll loan you all that money. Fantastic. Well, yeah. No. And the worse you are losing, the more money you're going to try and get, aren't you? Yeah. Um, but also they pretty much played according to the main, the main accusation is if the Napoleonic thing is definitely a fact. Mm. But allegedly also the American Civil War, the Franco-Prussian World War, Franco-Prussian War, World War One, and World War Two. Wow. <coughs> so much of finance and wars. Yep. That's it. So, and of course now they get attached now to any sort of NWO or Illuminati or One World Government Theory. So basically they control the majority of the cash in the world, so therefore they control the governments. As that quote we had the other week saying, from the chap saying... From one of the last charts, saying he controlled, effectively controlled the government of England because he gave them the money. Yeah, they're the uh, the what you might call the illuminated ones. Mm. The Illuminati. Well, they are, aren't they? They're the most powerful yeah. people in the world. Yeah. Well, allegedly. Apart from the silly superpowered humans. Well, Randy Kramer. Could beat up a rough child. He could, but I still say stick him in an in an, uh, an MMA ring. That's yeah, what I want to see. Yeah, he needs to put into the test. I think he does. It's just a simple test. It's a very simple test. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be over very put, put him against three because he mm. said his body reacts to more. The more people, the higher yeah. danger threat his body reacts to. There you go. So He's put him against perfect. three of the top MMA fighters and see what he reacts. It's beaten to shit. We know that he's gone wrong. There you go. So, and these Rothschilds, this bloodline still continues today. Yeah. They are still a powerful. All I can say is you said they had five sons. Thank they God they didn't have seven. <laughs> seven sons to seven daughters or something like that. Seven sons and the seventh son. Oh, seven sons the seventh son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all my sort of mythical things come from Iron Maiden mm. lyrics. That's my main exposure. <laughs> That's the only way I know what the Eye of Horus is. Because um, it's a lyric. But yeah, so the Rothschilds. Rothschilds! Doodle doodle doodle. Of course, in conspiracy land, the ascendancy of Wall Street firms is all part of their plan. The first step was in creating a Federal Reserve to concentrate power in their hands even further, so they would own the US as well as Europe. Then they took over the UN, they own the World Bank, the International Monetary Fund, all of it. They are the puppet masters and we are their puppets. Wow. Yeah. Allegedly, though, that's all allegedly. Apparently, they're not guilty of anything besides some dirty financial games and being obscenely rich. They are the shepherds and we are the sheep. But apparently they also do great wine. I don't know, I've never drank wine. Uh, ever? Nope, never, 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 never drank wine. Whoa. Actually, I have drank it and decided I didn't like it. I was going to say, hold the pipe, never drank wine. So I've had never like a few a sips and gone, desperation. nope. Wow, you're a stronger man than me. Class traitor. <laughs> I, refuse, class I, traitor. I refuse to drink wine. I'm a class traitor. Say, I do. Fair play, Mike, but I, I, drank, <laughs> I drank, you know, well... The night after I got with my uh, lady, the love of my life, 
I do believe I reported on the podcast you that did? I walked through the streets drinking red wine from the bottle. Why was I drinking it? Not because I'm a class traitor. That's all she had there for me to steal for my walk home. I'll fucking, if it's wet and alcoholic and it's the right time of night, oh, I'll have it. Don't run a dental yet, Gaz. <laughs> right, well, but also, you just made sweet love. Yeah, I was You were at a lady's house. She only had wine. I'll accept that because you were probably pissed anyway. <laughs> oh, I was still pissed. So, yeah, maybe in that scenario, I'm on top of the world. Why you got for me to drink on the walk home, love? Oh, I didn't ask her. I just did. She was still passed out. I just rooted through whatever was left. Did you drink it? I don't even read all the hard stuff. What the fuck? Why is she always... <laughs> She's still passed out. That's it. A... From the fucking booze and sex. Oh, right. <laughs> I didn't sleep. I never sleep. I'm a machine. Uh, you know. <laughs> I'm not going into that again. So I, I, well, I'm not a machine. I, I just good speed. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I liberated a bottle of wine because it was all that was left. Yeah. So anyway, you know what? Time. I just don't really turn my nose up at that. It was left on the side. You know, fuck hey, man, snob. Now and again at the Haygate, end of the night, take out bottle of Sandy Cove. Jobs are good. Sounds good to me. Sandy fucking <laughs> Cove. <laughs> that was the house wine. I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm, I'm disgusted with both of you. So you're telling me you've never said the words, can I take a bottle of the house wine home, please? I've never even asked for house wine. No. I couldn't give two fucks oh, what the house wine ben. is. Do you know what I mean? It's I wouldn't not, drink wine. It's not class traitor. I'll tell you what, you're actually you a snob. I'm not a snob. Yeah. I, 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 I think that wine is pretentious. <laughs> you wouldn't get one of them Rothschilds. I wouldn't. But they'd probably love me for being, I'd be like a bit of rough for them, they'd love it. It's always yeah, wine. Rough, gimp, rough gimp. <laughs> Women always leave me for people who drink wine. <laughs> this has happened to you before. It? This has <laughs> happened. No, no that's, now we're getting to the nub of it. That's why you hate wine. <laughs> she left you for a more sophisticated fellow who, um, you know, enjoyed the swilling of the wine in the glass I, before he swallowed yeah, it down. Yeah, swill the wine. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Uh, how about if I poured it? Because I've learnt through life, well, I don't know much, but I know you can pour a bottle of wine into a pint glass, more or less. Oh, you can. Nah, that's alright, is it? It fucking is, I'm telling you. More or less. Um, it's um, not far off. It's going to be like a one and a half litre bottle of wine. That's, that's no, 516 no, millilitres, which is one pint. It's about 750. Yeah, pour it into a pint glass. Well, it's not... A pint glass is 568 millilitres. You're not pouring a 700ml bottle into a 568 well, millilitre glass, almost. What I'm saying is I could pour you a pint of wine and it's almost a bottle of wine. Will you not accept the pint of wine? No. That's often how I've done it. But you get shit-faced because you drink it like it's lager at the same pace, forgetting that it's 14% fucking proof. <laughs> and you get monstrously shit-fucked and probably thrown out. I've, done, I've got experience. Wine's good if you do it right. Yeah. Don't do it like a punt. Do it right from a pint glass. My first or the kiss bottle. was pissed on red wine. There you go. Good things happen. He was yeah. good enough for the Romans, Ben. Yeah, but the Saxons drank and ale, you... didn't they? And, oh, I, 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 and the Vikings drank oh, ale. And you've got and so mead. much in fucking common with them. I'm blonde hair and blue eyed. I'm pretty much from their <laughs> land. <laughs> okay, so you're basically a Saxon, sorry. Yeah, I'm an Anglo-Saxon. You're going to ride your steed home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's wine. It's just like you're seeing it ponty to me. When have you ever drunk mead? Never. Exactly. <laughs> but I drink, I've drank a lot of ale. Uh, you know. Uh, as, as my roots are French, I'm, 
<laughs> French aristocracy. This isn't the revelation. Some internet fucking test told you it was funny. French aristocracy. Was it a free one or did you pay for it? No, it's free. Oh, Okay, here we go. Okay, my surname was the name of one of William's. William the Conqueror. William the Bastard. William the Conqueror. Or William the Bastard. Or William the Bastard. If you liked him or not. Or William of Orange, whichever one you want to choose. No, he wasn't William of Orange. That's all completely Bill the Bastard, he was known as. Or Bill the Conqueror, who's made. Picos Bill. Whoever he is. Who? Picos Bill. Alex, they reckon you're related to him. Previous episode. Yeah. He was given Leicestershire as a prize, and apparently might as well my suit. Booby prize. Well done, Bill. <laughs> Sorry, have you been given your own game too? <laughs> All in good time. I'll tell you what, he's compounded that third world hellhole. I was on guilty. Donington isn't that bad. <laughs> Gaz tone. <laughs> I'll tell you yeah. what, the bastard Vincent must have squandered Will. it away over the years, so I've got shit all. <laughs> well... You know, See, my last name is Carter. What do you think we did for a living? Carter and dead people. Exactly. First middle, first middle class, in a way. First word That's a fucking stretch, I'm sorry. <laughs> we were service providers. No, seriously, they were working class, but they were paid middle class because there was such a need for people yeah. to cart Upper working class. Brothers. I've got a cart. You're going to pay me a shift. Everyone with that surname. And I'm French aristocracy. So this what is, are you? So this is Johnson. <laughs> um, everyone with this surname. So everyone with McDonald is a fucking burger magnate. No, he's a, probably no, some no, Scottish, he's he's a Scottish, Scottish Highlander. Man, I don't think that... Yeah, he's McDonald's, a Scottish Highlander. There's Mc, a McDonald clan. And, yeah, and he's Mc, from that. I don't think McDonald's, the branch, uh, was before the Scottish... Before the Scottish feudal system. And the clan system. That proves system. my fucking point, though, doesn't it? Well, no, because they used to cart people the debt. The de- we used to pay a lot of money. great, 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 great grandfather didn't fucking cart no. their people around. So what the fuck you on about, then? Where the name originated? Yeah, all names like Smiths. Blacksmith. I'm aware so, of this phenomena, yeah. yes. Right, so but what I'm saying is it doesn't apply to every single person with the surname Carter. That you've got hey, fuck all claim to carting anything I about. drive a forklift <laughs> at work! <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm literally a modern day Carter. You are, yeah. Oh. And me grand me me granddad used to own a bus company, so there you go. Oh fuck me! You proved what? <laughs> it's proving the name. It's in the genes, man. Wow. Well, good luck to whatever shit or dead body fucking hurling around offspring you're going to. You produce. want to join? You want to form a cult? At least I'm just saying my genealogy. Hey, well, I'm not focused on the past, man. Mine's a bloody French aristocrat who blew it all. <laughs> Literally, probably blew everything. Yeah. Well, they're French. Exactly. Yeah. The Swazant nerf. I hope it was. I hope it wasn't a string of onions. <laughs> yeah, they feel nice on the way out. Just like anal bees. Do they, do they feel <laughs> nice on the way out? Do they, guys? Please let them be Spanish and not the big cooking ones. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how bad you be. <laughs> so uh, back to the banking. Do you remember the Rockefellers? <laughs> yeah, the Rockefeller Rockefellers. scam. I'm still rocked from the last insult. Number six on the board today. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> He's a Carter. I'm French aristocracy. Vincent. Who are you? 
Well, I'll do some fucking research on the same dodgy bullshit websites you do, and I'll get back to you next fucking week. <laughs> Unless I find out something really embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> We've been sanitary Rip boys. experts. Oh, fucking rent boys. Well known family. Why would we fucking... I suppose we'd have to be gay to be a rent boy. A well known family of gigolos. <laughs> hey. And shit shovelers. I'll take that. I suppose Vin, Van, Wine. <laughs> the wine merchant. Oh that's yeah, that's, wine. yeah, yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. Vincent, wine merchant. Yeah, Van, um, yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Sounds a bit foreign to me though, Mike. Yeah. Sounds a bit poncy to me. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. French aristocracy! <laughs> Fighting aristocracy of the general. He was a his, his grand great 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 was a knight. <laughs> Hopefully all the knights who says me. You weren't your fucking ancestors were. Well. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, He'd possibly. be spinning his grave. Well, like right? I said, you're we'll, the liberal hippie you've turned into in your well, resource-based economy. We'll return to this genealogy war feature <laughs> next week once I've informed myself with a quick Google. <laughs> Fuckers. Well, right, well, back to these the Rockefellers. Bastards. Let's finish this up. The Rockefellers made their money in oil in the late 19th century, uh, primarily through Standard Oil, later part yeah. of ExxonMobil. Gave the um, monopoly of the oil market. Yeah, huge monistic, mon, uh, monopolistic oil company in 1911. And then, but they invested in pretty much everything. Yeah. So mainly conspiracy about them is they've long been associated with the idea of a secret world government, the New World Order or One World Order, through institutions such as the Trilateral Commission. Yeah. Was that then, Mike? Um... Oh, I'm guessing is, there's three bits of it. Yeah, yeah I'm guessing that. It yeah. is America, Japan, Taiwan, China, Taiwan. <laughs> Good guess. You said China. Maybe China. Maybe Britain. Right. I don't know. But either way, it was founded by David Rockefeller to in, to uh, facilitate international economic cooperation and having lots of fancy foreign conferences. Other secret institutions like the Bilderberg Group are often implicated. Yeah, Bilderberg. Yeah. Um, they're more you sort of um, they're also accused of being part of a Roman Catholic conspiracy against American Protestantism and freedom of religion supp being supposedly the descendants of Jes the Jesuit Roggenfelder family who oh. fled Germany in one of the country's periodic outbursts of anti-Catholicism this is despite the fact that most sources say William, William Senior and his family were Protestant but theorists like to claim the Rockefellers lied about their religion now it's interesting you mentioned Jesuits Got a video on that in a minute. In 2015, David lightheartedly confirmed the conspiracy theorist, the, the conspiracy theorist, saying he had indeed been working for increased international cooperation all his life. Hmm. Take that how you will. Also, they've been accused of using their donations to medical charities to promote conventional, um, i.e., scientific-based evidence, medicine, and big pharma. And crush alternative medicine, but that's just for your hippies. Nah. Anybody else? Uh, no. Uh, I saw the. Um, they also allegedly uh, the earliest advocates of building the World Trade Center. The two towers were destroyed, obviously, in on nine in the nine eleven attacks, but were supposedly nicknamed David and Nelson after the Rockefeller brothers. Mm. Why did they want them burn? Burn the records. Well, it's just um, I think that they financed the may have. Uh, use their money and influence to get a bit of revenge on, well, certainly mm. make some money out of the fact that they destroyed their kind of uh, 
legacy is, as it were, a legacy, but um, what's the, what's the, what is it? They're, they're icons, aren't they? They're the two big towers, they're icons of that family, and even though everyone doesn't know that they know about it. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's... Um, so, yes, that's the Rockefellers, the, well, the, the conspiracies associated with... Do you want me to tell you who might be above the Rockefellers? Please do. Rothschilds. It's according, best of the same people I found. According, oh, I don't, I don't know. Let's have a look. And then, according to World Bank whistleblower Karen Hudes, please tell me they're reptilians. No, they're no. A, they're a, a group of hominids called Homo Capensis. All right. That run the World Bank. And That's the first the time they've. Come I've up never on heard the show, that phrase before. Is, Homo yeah. Capensis. We're saving this one as a doozy. Let's see what she says. She, she used to work for the World Bank, and she. He's claiming that these people, or these creatures, I suppose, run the world. We have found out, and this sounds implausible, but it is absolutely uh, correct. Uh, the fact that it's been held in secret doesn't mean that it's not true. It is true. There's a second species on this planet. They're not extraterrestrials. They're very much with us. They made maps in the previous ice age the uh, remnants of their civilizations are all over the place. Uh, a lot of times along the coast, it's submerged because the um, amount of the sea level has gone up by 400 meters. But this, this group has large brains. They're, they're very distinct from Homo sapiens. Their DNA is so different that if the two species made it, their offspring would be infertile. And we know this because their DNA was just tested. They have uh, skulls all over the place uh, because they have been on Earth with us. But after the Ice Age, there weren't that many of them. And so they've been hiding. And one of the places that they've been hiding is in the Vatican. That's why the Vatican um, are wearing those meters. It turns out that that's also what the high priest wore um, in the early beginnings of uh Judaism. Moses was actually um, Akhenaten, who was a pharaoh. They know this because the papyra that was taken from one of the pyramids talks about this. The people that are doing archaeology in Israel know this. And the reason is that not only is Homo Capensis trying to um, keep human beings under control by divide and conquer, using our money system. They've also been doing this with our religions, organized religions, trying to get human beings to hate people of different religious faiths so that they will kill each other off so that the people in the back of uh, manipulating human beings could uh, could stay in, what can I say, could could use us like, um, like cattle. That's what's been going on through our history. Because they have been going to meetings. I sent an email to a fellow in Portugal, and the next day he went to a meeting of bankers, and he sent me back an email saying that at that meeting there had been a big skulled individual with bright blue eyes. Another person in touch with uh, Dr. Edward Spencer, who's a retired neurologist, he's the one who started telling me about this. A friend of his was in Egypt and saw these homo running around. They're, um, 
their salts are all over the, the planet. It's, it's not a conspiracy theory. Just because this group likes to hide and likes to accuse people of having conspiracy theories doesn't make these facts wrong. They're facts. Well, well okay. I have a better source than... Some blokes, some chap who was an early orange, new, uh, new, uh, <laughs> new, <laughs> shit, no, shit. Uh, some brain doctor's mate. <laughs> I've got a better source than that. Uh, and she's describing Atlanteans. Uh, we need to know though, it says she's a former World Bank employee. Was she the fucking cleaning lady? Yeah. I mean, I mean she, she's, she's a fucking hey, dude. I, was, I looked up in my mop and saw this bloke with a big head. <laughs> there were these people with big skulls all running around. I think I'm a Como Canopia sapien, whatever the fuck it was. This is true. I think I take a large hat. <laughs> I got blue eyes. I'm a homo compensis. I don't know where my intellect went. <laughs> well, I can explain that with chemical damage. <laughs> well, you know. So, come on then, Ben. Is this, right, well, is this I'll, I'll you, your big theory? You, you... Well, no, I'll give you one last conspiracy theory on who caused all okay. of it. And it was, uh... <laughs> what, you saying it wasn't the homo compensis? <laughs> well, maybe. But Fuck, um, someone more sort of... Um, so good because, know because you know that you know how conspiracy theories go like it's either the Nazis or the Jews. Yeah, well, the Rothschilds kind of thing is always they're Jews. Okay, there are literally on on various right wing, alt right, even neo Nazi uh, message boards. All your favourites. They're all in favour. They're all <laughs> not my favourites, <laughs> but um, uh, apparently the Jewish banks masterminded the crisis because Israel. Uh, emerged relatively unscathed from the crash. Oh. Surpri- no surprises where this comes from. It was um, Hamas and Iran, mm. majority opposed. But um, of course, the Rothschilds, the Lehman Brothers Bank, apparently transferred large amounts of Israel to to Israeli banks. Uh, yeah, this one doesn't hold too well for me because this website is run by a Holocaust denier. <laughs> oh, doesn't mean it's not true. Oh, the, the Holoc. I'm not saying it doesn't mean that. Uh, edit? <laughs> um, uh, uh, no, uh, just because that website printed it doesn't mean it's not true, but I'm not going to claim to understand it. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you who I think was behind okay. the world crash. Because yeah, you, you alluded to this last week that you've And it's not theory. the goddamn Atlanteans. Okay. Atlanteans, Depends. a species who've been hanging around on Earth. It is the goddamn. Were there friends somewhere in Portugal at a banking conference? Oh wow! Well, Some big school individual. That's all right then. Yeah, the man has a really big scar. <laughs> <laughs> it was in fact the tall whites who were also referred to as the Nordics. They're Ooh. tall, they're blonde, they're white. It's them. They're practically yeah, they're blue-eyed. Now this comes from the Snowden files, Snowden releases. Edward Snowden. I'm aware of him. Yeah. Picked up on by Iran's semi-official news agency, FARS, and it was so serious that they got the source from the Russian Federal Security Services, the FSB, who were stunned by the revelations. A secret regime of tall whites who used to be in cahoots with the Third Reich, mm, Nazis again, Nazis again, who helped Germany build a fleet of superior U-boats, Basically, been running U.S. foreign policy since 1954 when Eisenhower met with them. They have been determining U.S. domestic and foreign policy. 
Uh, the apparently the reports is inconvertible proof in quotations. Okay. Most disturbingly, the FSB, which is the, the Russian intelligence agency, report warns the tall white agenda caused the creation of a global electronic surveillance system meant to hide all info about their presence. This is in preparation for the final phase of their end plan for the assimilation and world rule. Total assimilation and world rule. Sign me up. Currently, the US government is embroiled in a cataclysmic power struggle between the alien batch human government and some unknown force, in quotes, opposed to the US alien alliance. That's who caused the banking conspiracy. It's the tall whites. They don't care about us. They just want the planet to be all right. And they realise the use, easiest way to get rid of us is to take out our economic system. Boom. There you go. Tall whites. Nordics. Nazis. Nazis. Eisenhower. It's all there. Alien agenda. Boom. Mic no. drop. I'm done. I'm convinced. Have you got £2.50? I've got me talking a free coffee now. Yeah. No, that sounds good. No, that's bad courtism. <laughs> if it's somebody, it might as well be them. As we discovered, was it last episode, that the Nazis just disbanded and became corporations? Exactly, but they were in cahoots and tall whites. Yeah. They introduced them to Eisenhower, 54. It all fucking yeah. ties It in. all fits together, man. And that's the you. thing, they say that... And that not, I, that's not just the Tisky talking, I can tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the Tisky and weed that's, combo. That's not that, the, is the, that is the truth. It's not the strong continental lager no. combined with uh, marijuana cigarettes. No. That's Ben's truthful, journalistic opinion. Hey, Iran's semi-official news agency, the Russian Security Service, the Snowden Leaks. There you convinced. go. I'm in. So, what do you reckon? What are your opinions wrapping up of the bank system? Who, like? what, what caused the banking crisis? Was it just human greed or alien intervention? Or Atlanteans? Cunts in suits. Or just dudes in the medieval period who thought, hey, let's say we've got more money than we should have, than we've actually got in our safe. It's the corruptible human soul. That's wow. to blame. That's deep. Yeah. That's, deep, man. That's true. Hey ho, but I, I don't <laughs> <laughs> Hey ho, we're all infallible. I want to finish on a quote from the Bible. If I may. <laughs> okay. As long as I get to promote Satan after. <laughs> Timothy 610. Timothy 610. Can I do the can I read it? <laughs> do my vicar voice. Timothy. Actually I can't read your fucking anime. <laughs> Timothy 610. For the love of money. Is the root of all evil. Oh, I've heard that one. Now, please make your donations. <laughs> the place yeah. which is being passed around. Buy me buckets of food. What is it? The um, oh, the the movementarians, the Simpsons. I don't know. Yeah, the um, the, the UFO court. Right. And yeah. they enjoyed it, and Reverend Lovejoy's preaching to literally like Ned Flanders and Marge. Everyone else has joined the movementarians, and oh. I'm sure Reverend Lovejoy says something. Like, this new weird religion and far out and wrong religion is just a nothing but a weird pack of rituals designed to take the money of fools. <laughs> now let us say the Lord's Prayer 50 times while passing the collection yeah. plates. <laughs> and I think that sums that up, that, that up yeah, quite please. nicely. I think we have to recognise the human failures, But would you say? But, and well, we have course. to produce a system where instead 
of promoting greed. Instead of promoting the bad things in society, we create a system where we promote the good things. Could we also sharing, agree, helping others? That's a lovely idea. But could we also agree though? There's nothing wrong in the current system with an individual. Let's say no. It's um, a system that's trying to the make something for themselves and yeah, we can do you know, that. You can do that something. in another system, yeah. There's nothing wrong with me trying to create a product that I can sell for money to create wealth. You mean a, a sinistered cult well, that's going around in mass suicide while you cream off the profits for years? You are adding the sinister bit. You haven't even read the book yet, you <laughs> judgmental bastard. You're the exact type of person who should read my fucking manifesto. As a crypto Marxist, I have to disagree. I say. Fuck you, respect me, respect my money. The accumulation of wealth is... You want to be in this cult? It's a disease. <laughs> yeah, but you're enjoying your joint and your drink. You need money yeah. for that. Yeah, but we can create a system where we don't need to... Oh, fucking good luck. Where free hemp is grown on Kemp's of land and given out to all the dole heads <laughs> on, a, on a Wednesday morning. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, they're not going to produce jack shit. They're not going to contribute to society. If you they? told a bunch of stoners that you could have free weed if yeah. they grew the plants... I watched a video. They'd be there. There'd be none left for us. Yeah, but they produce... The crop would be ex- exponentially bigger than what their percentage on it was. I watched you give them like yeah. 20% mm. and 80% just for them, which, uh, is like, which might be like five guys, and put 80% back to the community. Nice idea, but look how we got in this mess in the first place. The corruption of the human spirit, as you said, Mike. Yeah. The system won't yeah, fucking even work. Communism doesn't work. I mean, you know, exactly. they, start, they started off great, Yeah, but then you end corrupted. up with... We got corrupted because of the human it's spirit. humans... Because, but it's not. It's all right. Our it's robotic aliens. avatars will work out That's the best it. way to will do it. Will we give up our minds and soul to the to the our AI? machine over there. <laughs> It'll sort it out for us. Yeah. I watched a video, a 1940s propaganda film, America. It was called Hemp for Victory. Nice. And it was telling you how to grow cannabis. Fantastic. Yeah, and then harvest it. And it had, it showed you videos of fields of cannabis. Oh, they man. loved it back then. That's yeah. before the me- they needed to demonise. The Obviously, Mexican they grow a bit population. differently for hemp because they don't. Yeah, it's not quite plant. the same. It's not the mother thing, no. is it? But that's before. Yeah, they needed to demonise our Mexican friends. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think what we what we all agreed on the banking system's a bit shit. But I think you know we're kind of stuck with it. I know you I, might disagree, Mike. I I think yeah. it's um it's the tall whites. Okay. <laughs> so I'm done with. Well, I'm tall and white, so it's I'll a, take it's it. the aliens, it's the Nordics. I think they're behind it all. They're, it's a, it's a, um, they met Eisenhower. They're never controlling <coughs> the government. Trump's, a, Trump's a, an alien stooge. So I think in summary we're fucked. Yes. In all seriousness, though, mm. I, I love the alien thing. That's great. Mm. I'm going with that for the purposes of the episode. But the system's fucked. But I, barring anything short of a very bloody revolution. I can't see anything changing it. Or a miracle. Jesus turning up. But All yeah, they have to do is get the levers of power. Yeah, but they rigged yeah, the democracy. Like but they rigged the democracy now, so you can't win. But it's so much easier just to protect my little well, bubble. Yeah, but Corbyn might get in. Fuck it. Might he's not going to something. Ch- yeah, but they'll just rig it, so they don't. They don't he doesn't. Well, that's when we have to take up and. Not arms, but... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's ever going to change humanity's fucked. Yeah. You've, you've, come a, you've come a long way from the Norman uh, knight uh, warrior that uh, you were ascended from. Uh, uh, let's not take up arms. Shall we end on a happy note? I'm more left than Gandhi, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> and you have an interdimensional penis. And I weren't happy. <laughs> <laughs> play us a funny video. Yeah, man, we'll, yeah. we'll do a bit of Never Go Full Alex, shall we? Never yeah, Go Full Alex. Yeah, we'll play a round of Never Go Full Alex.
Who you trying to get crazy with this thing? Don't you know I'm local? Okay, the first one is from Sundar Selvaraj. Okay. Apparently, you went to heaven and was told that Trump would be president. Wow. So we're trying to decide, is he more mental than Alex Jones? Yeah. So here comes Mr. Selvaraj. Of the United States, I actually believe, and some believe, that God chose this man. Absolutely. Oh. I was going to say, why did God choose him? I asked you first, do you think God chose Donald Trump to become our president of our United States? You know, in the year 2016, in the month of August, yeah. I was at a conference in Lancaster, California. And uh, I wasn't thinking or praying about the elections. So, uh, because I was not focused on that. But one evening, Another man of God was speaking, and I was just sitting in the meeting, and I was just praying. When I suddenly I felt in my spirit, I heard a voice say, come up. When I heard the word come up, my spirit was caught up to heaven. And I appeared at the council of the prophets, and Abraham was seated there, being the chairman of the council. Hmm. And when I stood on the right side of Abraham, and uh, as soon as I came there and I looked at Abraham, uh, just a little later, I saw the spirit of Donald Trump oh, appear there. And Abraham looked at me and he said, it has been decided in heaven that Donald Trump will be the next president of the United States of America. Oh. All right, cut that shit. I've heard enough. Right, well, shall I start? <laughs> no, we need to hear Alex first. Don't what do I do? I don't know if you want to comment on it or... No, let's play oh, come on. All right. On. Just, no, just let me say one thing. Okay. Right? Do you know why he's saying that? Because he's brown. Right? And if he don't get on Trump's side, right? He's an Indian man. He's a brown person. And if he don't get on Trump's side, he's getting fucking deported tomorrow. That's why he's saying he's that shit. He's not Mexican though. He's fine. Doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. No. He, all right, okay, let's, let's see if he goes... He, he says he's more if Alex is crazier than the last one. Alex Jones claims Morning Joe hosts, which are like breakfast hosts in America, are demons and does an impression. Okay. That's what the title of the video is. You've just got to be one of these people to be in the power structure. Well, guess what? We don't want a power structure. We want the country to be strong and the planet to be strong and you parasites will be removed. They're both like horrible foot-long tapeworms, man. I'm telling you. Tapeworms that we've vomited out and crapped out, and they're just trying to force-feed themselves back into our lives. They're like gonorrhea or syphilis. I mean, they are just... They're like a HIV. They're like cancer. They are just... You. I mean, you have to understand, folks, they literally want to destroy you. Okay? Literally. God, they're evil. I mean, do you realize how evil these people are? How committed? I know folks know behind the scenes, man. They are. She is so rude. And so I've talked to four different people that have been guests on the show. 
and they tell me rock stars you name it that, that behind the scenes she treats her employees like they're just like she just tells the people this coffee didn't have what i want i'll have you fired you moron idiot and then scarbo <laughs> shakes at her she goes get over there goes, yes ma'am i mean i mean uh, you know what i think i'm gonna make contact with some of those folks and get the full dope on you guys i know people that have been at dinner parties with them and it's the same she is just so evil and so into herself like her evil father that she just sits there and just goes that's the spirit they're like from upside down world folks you understand they, they've broken into this dimension they want to destroy us Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? I think Alex has won that one. Uh, I think I'm going with Alex this week. What was an amazing run. Well, I don't know who she is. Is she supposed to be someone famous? He said from her family, her father. I mean, yeah. She well, she hosts like the equivalent to BBC Breakfast News in America. Right. So she's like a celebrity news presenter. I well, guess her father's famous. I don't know who her father well, is. Well, I think Alex takes that one hands down. Yeah. What about the other guy that's anyone he was, my, he was just He, <laughs> he was, was just covering a bullshit. He, uh, Alex is having a fucking breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> She's a dinner party <laughs> doing that, remember? And no one's coming. Pass the bit saucer. <laughs> and no one's like, oh. She's a bit demonic, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but... Indian guy, <laughs> Indian guy's just covering his own ass when the immigration patrol comes around. <laughs> no, he's he, he's just bullshitting to try and uh, I don't know. He's just full of shit, really. <laughs> and when I come there, so anyway, um, yeah, Alex wins that one, right? Are we? Uh, Alex has won that. Are we um, about done, boys? Yeah. You think? Does that I'm sum out, up yeah, what, part you, haven't said, you haven't said what you think is the is, is it the Rothschilds, is it the Rockefellers, is it aliens, is it human greed? I'm not even gonna claim to even begin to comprehend. I get it, but I don't really. It's just people making money. I don't think we'll ever change it. It's all set up for them, and um, they'll disappear into the underground bunkers as the apocalypse comes, and we'll be left to fucking scrat around in the dirt searching for you know some kind of humanity. In a Mad Max style post apocalyptic world, yeah. and we're all roving road warriors. We will be recording through the apocalypse. We will yes, record. We will be. Until just... then, I'm happy going to the bank machine on payday and getting that, that filthy money with a picture. Because I'm an ant serving a task for an ant above me, and I go and get my paper with a picture of another ant on it, and I give it to ants to exchange for goods and services. I'm happy with that for now. I like it, it makes me feel good. I like to look down on the people who have less than me. And up, <laughs> up at the people who have more than me is in sort That's of aspirational way. <laughs> hey man, I'm just being realistic. Don't accuse me of shadow. I'm a spiritualist. I'm a guru. <laughs> self-appointed guru. What guru oh, schools have you been to? Self-appointed. Some of them have been to some kind of spiritual school. I went to University of Aberystwyth. It's <laughs> not the same. <laughs> it's a shit old town in Wales with a passable university like Bangor. <laughs> Fuck you! I was the first in my family to go to university. <laughs> first to drop out as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it counts. I learned a lot of spiritualism there. It was next to an you ocean. You drink beer and get a blowjob. Hey, it's a very spiritual place. You could look out to one side and see the ocean. Look behind you and see fucking heroin addicts. It, it's a very. <laughs> <laughs> It's I don't a, care what your whores of residence are like, right? <laughs> it builds character. It's 
Fuck it, let's wrap this fucker up. So, bankers, Mercy. Bad. Bankers, bad. They want your money. They're screwing you over. Yeah. It's the system. Can we change it? Probably not, unless you have a revolution. Peaceful revolution. For that, email Mike for details. Yeah. (laughs) If you're interested in a spiritual revolution, however, you can go to www. Sorry, I won't do it. No, no, you can do it. Go on. Uh, Lulu.com forward slash spotlight forward slash mindfuck. What I will say is go to Zeitgeist. Goes to the Venus Project. Don't, don't mistype the penis. Where <laughs> 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 some Croatian artist takes photos of a million different penises <laughs> against the black and white background. Actually, then did you get through? On a related subject, I'd quite like to make a plaster mold of my red penis. Wow, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> and what are you going to do with said pasta par- uh, phallus? Sell it as a dodo. Dodo. <laughs> Women. Man, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. What? Try before you buy, sort of thing. <laughs> no, just, see if you like this. You, no, it's like a crack pipe in shape and additiveness. <laughs> what do you think is so unique about your cup that you're going to get money for the plastic cast? <laughs> hey, everyone's trying something. That's capitalism, my friend. Hey, you shut me down when I talk about my capitalist adventures. Yeah, I'm selling sexual pleasure and you're selling spiritual <laughs> healing. I know which one people are going to preserve. I know which one makes more prefer. money. <laughs> right. So, it's wrapping up again. Banking bad. <laughs> Banking bad. System bad. Revolution good, maybe, yeah. allegedly. But yeah, don't, don't fucking email me, <laughs> Mr. Government, unless right. it's inquire about my... So... I'm in Ben. I'm going to say, don't drink the flavour aid, don't join a cult. <laughs> Bastard. I'll say, I'm in Gaz, free Biff Tannen, join my cult. <laughs> I'm in my PSA. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And do leave, leave us some kind of feedback or review, but don't send me a, a message asking no. me to post an African pastor's sermon on the apocalypse. That's Thank you for listening. Good night. Like the Facebook page. Bye.